1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
5: Radio. Greetings. Welcome. in Super Bowl Sunday finally here. We push all NBA talk to the side. Well, most of it. As we get ready, finally, Super Bowl 53, the week in Atlanta, all the parties, the celebrities, the protests over who should play halftime, who should take corporate money when people were still lining up to take every corporate dollar they could. We pushed all that to the side. Today we'll actually play some football. We'll eat gastronomic catastrophes all across this land. Pleased to be with you here from the Geico Studios. Kelvin Washington joins me this morning. Three hours of fun as we get you set for Super Bowl 53, Rams, Patriots, and both of us coming off very little sleep. What a sleep. I I don't even know what that is I'm trying to redefine it anymore. That was the most interesting story from the Super Bowl week for me. Which one? There was Josh McDaniels gave an, a little bit of an insight as to how the Patriots do their job, right? Uh huh. The whole two years ago it was do your job. Yep. This year it's we're still here. Those are those are your mantras as you go through. Not exciting on the grand scale, but for most people, you know what? We're always trying to find some way to keep pushing forward. Why not do your job? We're still here. Keep pushing. But Josh McDaniels in one of his in- interviews was talking about the work ethic of the Patriots and brought up the fact. that... That they have those sleep depri the the century deprivation, deprivation tanks, yeah. you know, where you go in for an hour and it feels like you got four or five hours of rest. I'm trying to look into how I can cost effectively get one of those into my own life.
6: Listen, what we can do, you know a lot of the rich people, or at least people who are pretending, uh, they share a jet. Yeah. We can share one. Can we? Can we work that out? We do you think we can one, do that here? Is Gavin, go Google and find out if Michael Jackson's is still available. I think Ooh. he had one of those, mm-hmm. and maybe his hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, guess, find out if he has one <laughs> that we can use one of those. Because you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. The colors on the t- wow, Michael, those that is wh- good for you. Kurt Warner and Michael Irvin <laughs> are wearing like you. you I wear that. You got to describe oh, it for would, our I'm listeners. All in. I'm going to describe. <laughs> I, so I Kurt Warner is wearing a fuchsia. All fuchsia Ooh. too by mind you suit and Michael Irvin has a bunny rabbit pink, maybe No, that's that's a good way to describe it. Thank I like you. that, yeah. Uh like an Easter bunny pink. Uh and wow, and then coming off of uh Rich Eyes and then and uh Mike Mar- and, or, and sorry, Mooch, yeah and Mooch, where they're having you know, your basic gray and blue going on, it looks outrageous. They,
5: well, Hashtag- Eisen didn't get the memo this morning, man. You gotta flash that up.
6: And actually the funny part is you're right, I would totally wear that. Like yeah, that, that's that's no, so uncomfortable like comfortable that. with that. Yeah. But and, and let's go back to something for a second, Mike. Yeah, yeah. you know it was kind of boring. We you and I were talking off the air as we get ready to do the show here. about kind of you know, there's not hasn't been a lot of fodder, a lot of stuff to go with as far as you know, maybe guys talking smack or things like that. The funniest thing to me is the whole "We're still here." Uh, number one, it's boring. Uh, that's boring. Yeah. That's number two. It, clearly, it's accurate. They are still here. But I, I mean. At this point, you're here so much you, you like you don't even have to acknowledge it. No, but like it's, that we're still here should have been like the fourth Super Bowl for Tom Brady.
5: Yeah, well, but this year though, you know, everybody that's declared them dead for years thought this was it, right? You had that's, that Seth Wickersham article but, see, and no, all of that. Real
6: question. Did they really, or was it hopeful, you know, wishful thinking?
5: Well, no, but that's the point, is everybody's wishing, wanting, hoping. I'll give you that. So, that's been my point in all of this, right? When people kept picking against them in all these playoff games. Sorry, Gavin, going back to the Chargers game and everything else. Was, Gavin being our big resident Chargers fan, he's... Cried many a tear on my shoulder. They're trying to I know move on, on from Sands. this game, and people keep
7: bringing it well, up. Well, but you
5: have to because the idea there was everybody wanted them dead and buried there. Yeah. This was the time. This was the team to do it. Look at but and but it was never game analysis. It was never this is the matchup that does it. Even for this Super Bowl, it's not. Hey, here's how the Rams are going to beat them. It's like I just want them to lose, and we that do. and that's where we're at in this. And we do this with everything. And as we you do. and I have been discussing. You know, heading into to, the the big voice guy introducing us is we do this with anything in our lives and society between Twitter, all our different social media accounts. I mean, hell, Snapchat is the whole point—is it disappears fast, mm-hmm. right? So you go on through that. We get tired of of goodness, greatness, and we want to know what's next immediately, right? It's it's never processing and celebrating. And I get it. There, there's certain reasons that people. Don't like the Patriots for other, and they'll bring up Spygate. They'll try to argue about Deflategate, which to me is two years of nonsense which every quarterback that's ever played a down in the NFL has told you about doctoring footballs in many different ways. But that's a whole other story for another time. But for this, it just seemed like everybody wanted to declare, to declare them dead. So in our lives, any job you do, wherever you're listening to us this morning, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes. If you're headed to church, please nod and say one for both of us <laughs> as we sit here as well. Uh, we, all, we all need our redemptive stories. But the, the reality is we're all trying to find that chip that keeps us going. Yeah. That you know motivates us, and if this is what the Patriots need to play, that you know everybody wrote us off, everybody killed us off. We're too old. We're too slow. All those little bits you saw with him and Edelman, and everything else. If that's what got them here, and that helped push things or galvanize or whatever term you want to
6: use, whatever right i mean whatever they, it's going to take it whatever it takes and i mean do we all know the greatest example is michael jordan hey man you said something about my mama no 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 i don't even know you mike what are you <laughs> no i heard what you said about my sister You're like i don't even know you had a sister michael jordan and then you find ways of self motivate himself so absolutely I, I agree with that and the great ones do i mean if you you know if you want to stay on top of anything as long as they have and i here's the thing well i'm not a patriots fan i'm also not a patriot hater i would say mm-hmm. because i appreciate what they're able to do because, as you mentioned, just knowing how difficult it is. Um and, and I look at people like you can use the Patriots as a whole. You can use the Spurs as a whole. You can use Kobe Bryant as an individual. But there's something about them that understands I have to press the reset button every offseason, find something new to get good at, the things that I'm already good at good at, have to refine it and continue to stay on it and work hard, and that's why they were great, good to great year in, year out. And I think that's something applicable, to be honest with you, Mike, in, in anyone's walk of life, period. Right. Like, I try to take that approach, being a radio host, being a television host, because look, there's clearly success in that. Finding motivation, as you said, finding a way to be good, even if I got to fabricate something every now and again, and, you know, but finding a way to, to channel that, refocus, and kick out all the noise, even if that noise is in your own circle. Because I I don't know that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady get along. But do they have to? Do they have to be our friends? Do they have to go hang out at Fridays after, after you know, a, a practice? No. But they understand how to separate that and say, here's what we need to do on the practice field. Here's what we need to do on the, on the game field.
5: Well, but yeah. think of our business, right? I mean, some of the lo- longest-running radio duos or people that work together in television – they didn't talk to each other for a minute that's if so the true. microphone wasn't on, right? So true. You know, walk in, you kind of nod to each other. There's not a lot of how was your weekend, let's hang out, things are good at home, whatever. No, it's, all right, here's the show, let's do the show, let's leave the show. And that's where it where it goes. And, and, and in a lot of businesses, I mean, think about where you work, wherever you are, and the people that you deal with on a daily basis. A lot of times you spend more time with them than you are your own families.
6: That, oh, don't say that. It's true. Don't, you look. I really enjoy you guys. You know, but I don't like you that much. No, and I do I got but nothing you're but so love true. for you. It's good you're to so, see you this morning. It, it scares me, but you're so right that I'll look up and I'll be an hour from my casket, and I'll be like, "Man, I spent so much time with Gavin." You know, I spent. <laughs> Gavin was really my wife. Like I don't. I don't want to think. That's, <laughs> don't tell her that. That is really sad to me. But you're you're right.
5: I, I, mean, Between, I didn't think mean about to bring that, you down this you, morning, this,
6: man. This <laughs> is a notch. Think about that. Between sleep. Which I enjoy, which we don't get anymore. But between sleep and work, my gosh, what did what do we really do in life?
5: Well, there you go. I mean, what, what's the old adage? We all go to bed alone.
6: That's true. That Even is if
5: true. someone's laying next to you, you we all sleep alone. Put, put somebody in the,
6: put, put my wife, somebody in the casket with me, Mike. All right? There you go. I don't, right. don't want to put something in there.
5: There you go. We'll do that. Well, maybe we'll give you uh, an extra Tom Brady jersey. I was reminded by a friend of mine before the show. We're still though. here. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well, you are even after you're gone. If you're mentioned, uh, is that Ric Flair still has 11 more titles than Tom Brady? There you have it. Uh, as you saw him on Super Bowl. All right, ready? It's time. That time of the morning. We do this every hour. It's well, we, we're we're hungry. It's time for hot takes and sausage. This is where Gavin lobs up a topic for for Kelvin and I to discuss. You find me on Twitter at Swollen Dome. Find Kelvin over at KWDU double B live K dub live on Twitter. Uh, And so Gavin gives us a topic to debate. We go back and forth. He declares a winner uh, and then you get a lot of esteem and maybe he buys you a cup of coffee from our machine in the back. (laughs) Gavin, what's up?
7: (laughs) Especially on this question, uh, which is regarding my Lakers. There's been a ton of rumors this week. Obviously the Anthony Davis trade rumors and the trade deadline will be next Thursday. But there was a lot last night as well with Luke Walton, veteran players verbally going at him. But I want to know from you guys, put aside the stuff from last night, whatever you think about it, will Anthony Davis be a Laker by the trade deadline next Thursday? We'll start with you, Mike Harmon. No.
5: I think we've hit a tipping point where everybody's saying, you know what? I can't say it. It's Sunday morning. It's churchy thoughts. The uh, they, they don't want to deal with the Lakers, and they certainly don't want to give in to LeBron James at this point. Between he and and Rich Paul and their control over the league, yes, the Pelicans took Davis off their Twitter background. Yes, they took him out of the hype visit video and sizzle reel. I don't think he's a Laker, and I've said it all week, and I've heard it ripped off well by people I know and respect in this business. I think they Brett far of him. And they send him somewhere and say, all right, you go to an outpost, kind of like Popovich and Kawhi Leonard, whatever. You're not going to your, your desired destination right away. If you work your way back, great. But on principle, we're standing up against this. And it, look, I, I'm all for players voicing their their opinion and being able to go where they want. I don't know about in the middle of a season when you still have a year and a half left on your deal and things of that nature where you suddenly decide you're gonna napalm what they've been working on. And yes, you had seven years to figure it out, whatever. But I I say no. And we saw the low ball offer. What are they gonna they're gonna offer you a bucket of bones at this point? Why would they give you a big time offer because they feel they're in a position of power? Here's where Gail Benson and company have to come back and just say, you know what, you're not getting what you want. We got you under contract, we'll sit you out but we're not going to give India.
6: So I'm going to have to agree, uh, and for similar reasons, but I add, if you look at the league, the NBA as a whole, I think something that Mike was hitting on there, I think they're, while they, the players are able to flex, and we know it's a player's league, I think there's an element of owners wanting to say, hey now, let's slow down with all these players dominating front offices and demanding and telling people what to do. And uh, specifically when it comes to LeBron, I don't know in the history of sports if we've seen anyone more powerful Uh, an athlete in their sport. I mean, LeBron is becoming the dictator of the league. And now, of course, as you mentioned, with his buddy having clutch sports is getting scarier because he has guys who want to play here and he can dictate it. He can, and without there being um, tampering laws for players, LeBron can say cute things and put it out there. And all of a sudden those things become things. But I also say this, it behooves them to wait to see what the Celtics can offer them. Uh, because I think the better players are with the Celtics. Jason Tatum looks like he's a star in the making. Can't be that right now because, unusually, this is not the case. But the Celtics have too much talent where guys can't do their thing. So I think you wait to see what the Celtics and maybe another team can offer you uh, and, and you go from there. But I don't think, I do think we'll get close, but I don't think it'll happen.
7: Can you both be wrong on this one? Can I just maybe a negative? No, point? well, I mean, you're in charge. You can score us and just say we both lose, uh, and that, that you're a warning point to that that nobody. My that's fine. That, and also, like,
5: quickly go though, Gavin. The fact that the the fine is what, was fifty grand, and then Magic Johnson only got a five hundred grand for going over the top on Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that punitive? That's not doing anything to change this or discourage it from the league office. And Adam Silver just sits and twiddles his thumb.
7: Absolutely. Uh, I will <laughs> give the point to Kelvin for bringing up the Celtics factor. i agree with you on that. I'm hoping that they won't be able to pull that all together at the end of the season. We'll, we'll see what happens. The one advantage the Lakers have is they can act right now. Uh, and we'll see if that gets done. So it's one-nothing early, Kelvin over Mike Carmen. We've got two more hours to go, though. Nicely
5: done. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Head on over to Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. We've got Gavin. We got our man Iowa Sam. We got Isaac Loencron. Our team is here. Kelvin Washington in with me this morning at K Dub Live. K-D-U-B-B live on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we have a Hall of Fame voter, friend of the show, and, and one of my favorites in this crazy business. Jason Cole stops in from Atlanta, preview the game, and what went down in that Hall of Fame voting room. That's next on Fox.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
4: From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
5: We are
9: farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
5: Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Here we are. Super Bowl Sunday. Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Calvin Washington. Dan Beyer, our man on the scene in Atlanta. He'll join us later in the show. Give us the. Uh, well, the ratio, because that's what everybody's talking about now—the number of Patriots fans and the large contingent versus the scattering, smattering of Rams fans that have made their way there.
6: You know, Ram fans, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Well, and people from the LA area—they'll watch it on their hundred, you know, uh, inch screen, giant inch screen with yeah. their, you know, what what is the,
5: you know, party favor of uh choice I guess what what are what are people
6: bringing a little swag bag or something yeah. hey I me mean, all right so where where are you from originally Chicago Chicago right I see the white Sox shirt and I'm from the Detroit area how long have you been here in 10 LA? years all right so for those listening who don't know we are in LA right, right now greetings greetings from a very very early and very quote-unquote, wintry Well, LA. I mean, that's just
5: it. We've had rain, what, three of the last four days. A lot of events canceled. But you have the mudslides. You have the – I mean, I we got Iowa Sam, uh, as Chris Plank says, on the wheels of steel here. So, I mean, our Midwestern sensibilities may come in where this isn't so bad for us. True. But everybody else drives like an idiot, so it makes it bad for
6: us. You know, I have to cut some people from LA some slack. I felt the same way, so I wanted to show them how to drive because we drive as Midwesters and East Coasters – You know, hell, sleet, rain, snow kind of thing. And then one day I find myself, Then you don't know how to drive. Let me show you how to drive. And I'm driving by everybody. And then I said, oh, I started to slide a little bit. And I realized it's because the rain, we don't get enough of it. So therefore the dust and all the, you know, and all the set, if you will, it turns into oil and slick. Yeah. It becomes very slick. So I cut everybody a little bit of slack. They still can't drive. I'll put a period next to that. Yeah, Yeah. But don't get too reckless just because we're from Chicago or Iowa or Michigan. I think you mean cut them a little bit of slick, right? Yeah. There you go. You. <laughs> oh, the puns oh, are real. Even at 6.23 in the morning. Why did I bring up the uh, – oh, I brought up uh, the question of where you're from because, Mike, you've been here 10 years. I've been here 7, you know, heading towards 8. What – how do you feel about 3.30 Super Bowls? Like, did that – how – is that weird for you? Is it still it for me? Or well, i tell you it? what. I, I've always loved the
5: 10 a.m. kickoffs on Sundays. Yeah. Man, I get up and Dan and I do the fantasy show and, and set things up for the day on the network and that. So I can kick out of here and immediately get to kickoff and it's all good. 3.30 is kind of just that middle of the day odd time, right? It's not it's not the end of the day. Because we get into this with Sunday Night Football, I think, a little bit too, right? Because mm-hmm. you can still go out and do something. After it's over, whether you need to go do your week's grocery shopping, you want to go have a a beer at the local pub, Mm -hmm. or maybe a late dinner, whatever, there's still opportunities for you as opposed to East Coast where it's now midnight plus.
6: Here's the thing, though. Here's why I enjoyed that. Now, maybe this is me still living in the past. I enjoyed it because that was like a night. So get out with the fellas, like, hey, we're going to watch Monday night football, right? Or that, you know, uh, that Warriors-Laker game. On the East Coast, you know, it starts eight o'clock at night or whatever it would be that. That was a night hanging out, as you mentioned. No, you're sure. Bar, you eat and have a good time. Whereas now, Super Bowl, Super Bowl will be over like six thirty, maybe seven. I'm like, what do I do with the rest of the day?
5: Well, I mean, you get to get, go into the what? It's on CBS. You get some of their their filler programming. for All the acronyms, a, you know,
6: CSISINN and I. Were they not? It's like they created. Well, you
5: know, when whenever they they the NCIS when Mark Harmon showed up. Like, I've got beef with him for years because I lost my first name for the first few years of my radio career. You're so right. Yeah, no, killing me as you go. Kelvin Washington in with me here. Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. We welcome in one of our favorites, the editor-in-chief of FanSided. You find him on Twitter, at Jason Cole, 62. Jason, what's going on, buddy? How are
10: you? Life is beautiful. What's going on?
5: Uh, you know, a nice rainy Southern California day where I'm still trying to find where the buzz is for this game.
10: Okay, and you're in Los Angeles, and there's no buzz for this game.
5: Not, not where I've <laughs> I've been hanging out. No.
10: Wow. What are you like? What are you like a blues bar or something like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> a little bit. Ah, you know, you blues. know
5: how I like to to get after it,
10: but no. Or just... where Dante's in Studio City or something like that. You
5: know. Mm, no. Well, maybe that'll be at the post game, Kelvin. I'll meet you there.
10: That could be it right there. But <laughs> well, there you have that, it. That's not. Ex- that that if you unless you want to hear jazz piano, that's not exactly gonna be a, uh, a a fiery spot, let's just put it that way.
5: that's okay. We're up at six o'clock in the morning here. I don't know that I need a fiery <laughs> spot by the time the game's over,
10: <laughs> but you could be sleeping by the time the game is over uh, Okay, so what do we want to know about this game? What kind of excitement? There's probably not a lot of excitement either. Buzz at six o'clock in the morning in Los Angeles, either.
5: No, but just just in general, leading up to this game. I mean, it was a week dominated by NBA headlines and mind numbing trade talk.
10: Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, I just think that both these teams are really good at avoiding controversy, and I think it's it's a lot like what I said when the Rams moved back. The Rams fan base is is yet to sort of be formed, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because your typical Rams fan looks a lot like me, which is a middle-aged white guy who grew up in the San Fernando Valley. Um, And they haven't recaptured the city yet. And I know, you know, I get this fight from a lot of Rams fans that, oh, L.A. is a Rams town. It wasn't a Rams town when the Rams were there. (laughs) Otherwise, they wouldn't have left. Right? So... Don't sell me on that. I remember games in the Coliseum in the 70s, um, you know, watching Ground Chuck. That wasn't excitement. Now, this team is exciting. I think it has a chance to capture the audience in in Los Angeles. Um, But it's not going to happen in two seasons. So people are not like they don't treat this like the Dodgers or the Lakers yet or USC football or UCLA basketball. They just don't have that kind of fan base yet.
6: Jason, let me ask you this: uh, When you talk about fan bases, and obviously there's what helps is really storylines, right? Having great talent, having some storylines make it compelling, make people interested. What's the bigger? If you're the NFL, the storyline do you want? Do you want it to be another Patriots victory, and you can say, "Hey, we have our Yankees, if you will. This is our version of the Yankees. Love them, hate them. They're good. They're always here." Or is it the Rams? You know, it, it, hey, here's a team who just came back to a city, and all of a sudden, boom, two, three years later, they're they're champions of the NFL. What's what? If you're Roger Goodell. What's the outcome you would want from a business standpoint?
10: Like, ultimately, I don't. If I'm Roger Goodell, I don't really, truly care because I think my ratings and everything else are doing fine. And I'm worried more about the quality of the game to make sure that I keep that high. I would say that the Rams winning probably helps perk up interest because you can't get interest to be any higher in New England. All right. That's just, it's not going to happen. And teams and people outside of New England, hate the, the Patriots. They're not going to hate them more than if <laughs> if they win another title and they're not really going to get excited if they lose uh, another one. At least that's not going to sell product. Getting the Rams to be um, big in LA is a little bit more helpful. So I, I would I would go with that, but ultimately I don't really truly care if I'm Roger Goodell. I, I think I just leave this one alone. But so, that would be the, the sidelight. I'd say those are more individual stories to me. And, like, if, if you're in Dominican Sioux, are you do you use this game to sort of vault yourself up into the status of a Joe Green, like what hmm. you should have been when you first came out in the draft? The problem is that he's never going to be Joe Green in LA because he didn't play his entire career there. So it's a slight difference there.
5: But getting a little bit of that career redemption after being just the guy that stomped on people uh, is is one of those nice stories and and one of the land of misfit toys that Wade Phillips has had to manage uh, over the course uh-huh. of this year. But Jason, you were in the room yesterday where it happened to quote Hamilton, uh, where I can the Hall of Fame process. Hey, <laughs> eh, you know what? I'm a cultured guy. That was yeah, you're, impressive.
10: You're you're a, you're a culture. Yeah, I uh, shot the beer culture. Yeah, that that's me. So
5: two minutes twenty seconds for Ed Reed. More the I I I around the board. Tony Gonzalez. Where was the most contention in the room?
10: Uh, I would say the the discussion about Ty Law created. Um, it was more, and I don't want to say that Ty Law, you know, Ty Law was as good or better. You know, it's not between Bailey and Law because ultimately put both the guys in, but it was. Look, if we think that Bailey is this great, we should also recognize the greatness of Ty Law and not and not um sort of push it aside. Let's remember that this guy helped the team win three titles. Let's remember a guy who was huge in championship games. You know, three interceptions in the AFC Championship game. That huge interception while covering Tory Holt in the, in the in the Super Bowl should have been MVP of their very of their first Super Bowl. Um, you know, they 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 made a point of emphasis on rules to fight against what he was doing to Marvin Harrison after he threw Marvin Harrison in, into the Gatorade table. Um, you know, there's, I think it was just, we need to make sure that we keep him on that pedestal as well and not just say, oh, well, you know, Champ Bailey is the, is the, the prom king. And uh, there's this other guy who was also ran Ty Law. I would say that that was the most contingent. And then a general discussion of, like, we got four offensive linemen on that group who Man. all deserve to go into to the Hall of Fame. Which one? Let's let's break. Let's get one of them through, so that all of them eventually will go through.
6: What about receivers that haven't made it? You talk about Isaac, the Rams. We're talking about Isaac Bruce. Um, it seems like he's one of those guys who'll get there. And it also seems like and. Wide receivers, it seems difficult to get in more than even though during the time they're playing we go, oh, that person's a Hall of Famer, but then it seems to become very difficult for them to get in. So what about Isaac Bruce?
10: I think Isaac's going to get in at some point in time. I don't have much doubt about that. Um, I just don't think he stood out on this ballot as a guy who clearly should have gotten in. I think he's going to have a good chance next year because I don't think it's going to be as loaded a ballot. I mean, you had three guys who got in on first ballot this year. This was a loaded class of guys, which means when you have three guys who get in first ballot, there's two guy, there's two spots left for the other twelve. So it gets, you know, it gets tough. It gets really, really tough to sort through those guys.
5: And now you got and Edgar and James starting to become uh, the Terrell Owens of the the
10: group. Today. Right. Yeah, but he made the top. He made the top ten. Terrell Owens. <laughs> <top>. <laughs> Stop it with Terrell! Terrell oh, Owens, I like, wanted
5: to bring it back because it's like you needle me with Baines. <laughs> I can go back and forth with you on the Owens process.
10: Well, Owens, Owen, hey, here's the thing: <laughs> Owens is in, and he deserves to get in. But his whole thing about I, you know, poor me, I wasn't a first ballot guy. Tough, tough luck,
6: dude. You know, tough luck. I don't. Okay. I feel. I, but I feel like I feel him on that. In that he, he seems like he should have been. I like I, I can understand the frustration. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, prediction a, for the fight, so James. Go ahead.
10: Let's, let me just put it this way: He's a schmuck. Okay, so he got what he deserved.
6: So. But I, I, that's even that's the thing. I'll give you that. If we're going <laughs> off personalities and things like that, okay, I get that. But as far as productivity on the field, I can understand where he would be upset. Hey, Ke-
10: Kevin Green was number three in sacks all time, right? Right. He waited about six years,
5: and then he showed up with those stylish and, and, gator boots.
10: Right. but he, And the other thing about it is, that dude never pitched.
5: That I, is true. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> That's one thing I t- Well, you know what? That's why we love having Jason Cole on. We have a lot of fun, uh, goofy moments during the week, and Smith usually takes me into some weird tunnel uh, that we have to yeah, navigate. We,
10: we, we, we often get, this is not nearly as bizarre as we usually get. I'm oh, not no. stinging
5: yeah, no, yeah, well, like, not uh, yet.
10: Last, uh, this, earlier this week I was singing. What was that, Piano Man? Yeah, yeah you, you said you did Man.
5: Piano Man. Uh, not quite Shatner-esque, but close. All right, last one for you, Jason. Uh, pre- prediction for the fight.
10: Uh, twenty-seven, twenty-four. your Los Angeles Ram.
5: Look at that. Ram it all day, ram it all night. Thanks for getting up with us. Uh, have a fun and safe uh, trip there to the game, and uh, we'll talk to you during the week, buddy.
10: Absolutely. Talk to you later, guys. That's
5: Appreciate our, it. Our guy, Jason Cole, fan-sided, is where you find him. He's the editor-in-chief, at Jason Cole 62 on Twitter. In one minute, we're going to play one question and talk about Tom Brady's retirement plans. He's got some big things on tap. But first, we're going to step out to Isaac Lohenkron, get us caught up on everything going on in our sporting universe. Ilo! Good
9: morning, Michael and Kelvin. We are nine hours away from kicking off Super Bowl 53. Last night in Atlanta, Patrick Mahomes, named NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, the Rams' Aaron Donald was named Defensive Player of the Year. The Bears' Matt Nagy was named Coach of the Year. The Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019 was unveiled, including Ed Reed, Champ Bailey, Ty Law, Broncos owner Pat Bolin, and Tony Gonzalez, who described getting the official word from Hall of Fame president David Baker.
3: I knew
11: I had a good chance. I'm not going to lie about that. But still, when when you get the knock, it's, it's like my heart, your heart drops. You know, you see Big Baker coming there in his big blue suit and his big head and his big hands. Uh, it's, it's, it's great.
9: NBA Saturday night Golden State defeated the Lakers 115-101. LeBron James was held out for what head coach Luke Walton called load management brought on by Soreness In a related story, expect thousands in Boston and Los Angeles to call in sick for work tomorrow due to a different type of load management Finally, James Harden dropped 43 in the Rockets' 27-point victory at Utah. Harden scored 30 or more in 26 consecutive games Back to Michael Harmon and Kelvin Washington in 10 seconds. But first,
4: a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
5: We
2: are farmers. Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and
5: affiliates. Products not available in every state.
9: All yours, fellas. Beautiful. Thank you,
5: Isaac. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance, so head on over to geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Super Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Sunday, whatever you want to call it. It's Mike Harmon, Kelvin Washington in with you. Great conversation with Jay Cole. We can go on that Hall of Fame stuff. Forever. We've had a lot of great conversations. I on know. The I know. Owens.
6: That's why I stopped and said, look, we got to let Jason go. We got to get <laughs> to my man, Isaac, you know, so I, I, I shut up. But I, I, you know, there. I'll say this quickly. There lies the human, I don't even want to, you know, human element, human error in, in voting process. Well, I don't like the person or that person was not, you know, did not exemplify maybe what I want from a person. That I'm not going to boy him or her into something. Well, Whereas when if it's based solely off the eye test and what I saw, and then, of course, including numbers, clearly T.O. was a first battle. Well,
5: but the problem is, and he didn't have – like he put it in as is the truncated – all right, this is – he was – well, he was a jerk, whatever. Right. They take a lot of the locker room stuff they into do. account when they go into the debates. So while we can all argue the on – on the field and this is where the it got contentious and why he was always a half hour discussion was look at the teams and what happened no matter how good a player he was everybody just finally said I can't do this anymore but, and and the team after team was like we can't do this and you know go back to what he did in Philadelphia yeah. playing on a broken leg whatever like that's the it's the ab- absolute opposite of what the teammate reputation was mm-hmm. for him but you go through, go back to the stuff with Jeff Garcia. Go through the stuff with McNabb, whatever. There's just enough. To oh, but you don't want
6: to bring up the Tony Romo. That's my quarterback. So he cried for him once. <laughs> you don't want to bring mean, that a up. Bit. Let me play his daughter. His is a uh, defense attorney. You you want about that? He cried right. for another man on television.
5: All right, two out of he cried a lot. Two out of three ain't bad. You want me to get some violins playing behind? Yes. you When you
6: want to do that, what about I gave you all a personal P90x showcase on my front lawn that was pretty good he he, he inspired millions <laughs> what that about day. that
5: Look at you. Calvin Washington <laughs> taking up for... G- you know he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're,
6: you're right. You're right. Good
5: point. <laughs> Fox sorry. Sports Sunday. Brought to you I by have a little Discover. I Johnny Cochran in me. I, well, you know what? Sometimes we got to get our <laughs> argument going here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do apply. So, there was a good bit, right? We're trying to find the fun in all this Super Super Bowl activity and, and what you get to do every once in a while is the, the late-night shows send their contingent there, right? Guillermo handing over uh, wardrobe opportunities for Bill Belichick and, you know, I love you banners for Brady and whatever else. Well, Stephen Colbert uh his show he'll do a special show tonight because what do you do you try to showcase your guys when Mm -hmm. you have the super bowl well they got a bunch of the patriots and and rams and everybody together to do a a little bit of well let's have a little fun and they they called it one question so they had people on their staff in different scenarios around new york city ask a question of different players and well here's some of the results do you
9: have any plans for your life after football
12: yeah, after football, I'm gonna play baseball.
6: Not the baseball. I'm gonna play Hamlet. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. A
12: fellow of infinite gist, of most excellent fancy.
5: Would you like to be in the Hall of Fame?
6: Yes, but not for football, for poker. <laughs>
5: And then it just goes on and yeah. on from there. But the big part of it was the Tom Brady, I'm going to go play baseball, ha-ha, you know, goats and all that stuff. Yep. Maybe you can take the Michael Jordan path along there. But then starts doing Hamlet, and then they have these other Q&A with other players, and then it keeps coming back to him doing more soliloquies from Hamlet. And, like, I like that they're having fun, but I would ask you, we, we put the microphone in for one question, let's give you Brady. What's the one Ooh. question you want to ask?
6: Ooh, now do I want the the Hamlet Brady or do I want like a serious Brady?
5: Well, you know what? That's the beauty of it. It's the quarterback. I mean, you and I have talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Quarterbacks generally are giving you nothing. Somehow, Tom seems to be like he's having a little bit more fun. And you saw the Patriots and other entities doing their best to humanize I
6: him wanna... along the process. Okay, so it would be the one question. You if, get one if... question on wherever you want to take it. Well, this is all right. Uh, if I'm gonna go, I will give you one. But then I could be that jerk reporter when you say one question, they hit you with a follow up. So I may be that person. But the one I would go, did Bill Belichick make you or did you make him? Ooh, I like that.
5: I like that. Gavin, you want to ask one question to Tom Brady? I don't know. And if so, what is it? It can't have anything to do with how did you eviscerate Gus Bradley's
7: Chargers defense? Where are the bodies buried? Like wow, I, he just went right for you it. Did. You <laughs> did. What where, where did the devil want when he took your soul? Like Ooh, I don't know. He
6: went down to the crossroads. <laughs> Can I ask you? Tell you what my follow up was going to be. What's the follow up? How did you pull off being one of the only major athletes to have a baby mama, and we don't talk about it? We don't ever talk about the fact that he has a baby mama. That's true. And she's a movie. And she's a movie actress, borderline. Not I wouldn't say a star, but a fairly known he, one. He's hiding a child. Like that's he pulled that off. That's pretty impressive. Like if LeBron had a a, a baby mama a love child, we'd be like, whoa, I got it. Whoa, okay, well, you know, that's unusual. I think he'd get over it after.
5: I mean, I, I don't know that that has the same juice that it used well, to. Uh, well,
6: that I'll give you that. Maybe it doesn't. Like I think
5: in today it's much like we we're talking about with the fifteen minute of fame yeah. and whatever. I think that gets pushed to the background unless that ends up in the courts somewhere.
6: No Then juice. it becomes no. an issue. Well, I think I think he'll be fine with that because if worse comes to worse, he can be like, baby. Hey, loan me some money so I can pay my baby. Mama.
5: No, no, but you yeah. know, one of those contentious. Serious you words, don't come yeah, no. here. You know, you, you know all those kind of things. That, that's he, the, that's but, the only time I think, or if it becomes nine or yeah. some some big number of babies and baby no, mamas.
6: I don't think he's gonna Sean Kempus or anything. Ooh, look I think, at that! a Sean I, think, I think we're good, but no. But I've always laughed at like man because you kind of forget. You're like that's unusual for like the star quarterback, you know.
5: Yeah, that no, that did go to the wayside. I'll, I'll come back with my one question. I was going to say, what is yours? On the other side. We'll do that. And then we have an NBA superstar who took to Instagram what he posted. is going to surprise you. The NBA continues to make headlines here during Super Bowl Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Calvin Washington. That's next on Fox.
12: Now I am alone. Oh, what a rogue and peasant slave am I,
4: but in a fiction, in a dream of passion, could force his soul to his own conceit. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
1: We
5: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
2: Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
5: Welcome back in, Fox Sports. Sunday, it's a Super Bowl edition. Mike Harmon alongside Kelvin Washington with you. My one question for Tom Brady How much do you want to punch Eli Manning in the face? Because he got you twice! <laughs> twice! I'm just trying to get something contentious because maybe he'll want to fight me or maybe he'll give me another soliloquy. I don't know. But, Kelvin, it's time to step over to Isaac Lowencron. He's going to give us what happened while we were sleeping. That's right, careless whisper. It's almost a slide over baby hour, I guess, here on a Sunday morning. What's
9: Ah. up, buddy? We got a smorgasbord of stuff for you, including something that happened just a short time ago while people on the West Coast and maybe the Mountain Time Zone were still sleeping. As you know... We are the Mountain Time Zone show of record. Absolutely, without a doubt. The Super Bowl is always the most viewed television program of the year, every year. Well over 100 million people watch. This year CBS is televising the game. So what better way for CBS to start Super Bowl Sunday than for the network to lose its video feed for 15 minutes? That already happened this morning, just hours before they broadcast the Super Bowl to over 100 million people. Viewers tuned in to CBS Sunday Morning Heard the audio of the program, but saw only color bars across oh the nation for at least 15 minutes. Their affiliate in Albany, WRGB CBS 6, tweeted to a complaining viewer, quote, CBS Network is experiencing a technical issue. That is why you were seeing the color bars, but hearing the audio, that is the feed we are currently receiving from CBS Network. Thank you for your patience. So an ominous start to Super Bowl Sunday. Well, someone already had a pink slip.
5: Oh, he yeah. Had a good somebody, run.
6: Yeah. Somebody, I call it somebody's updating their LinkedIn page right now. <laughs> That's what I call it. There you go. And remember, six years ago,
9: CBS had to deal with the blackout at the Superdome during their, oh, tele- yeah. their telecast of Super Bowl 47. Something else that happened overnight. New Dallas Maverick and old New York Nick. Chris Porzing Porzingis oh, back on guy. social media, posting on Instagram about New York quote The city deserves better than that. My suggestion for Knicks fans is to stay woke. Peace. Unquote. I don't even know what that means, but I appreciate yeah. it. It's the
5: James Dolan effect, I think, coming in into play because he had the cryptic note the other night, and it's like, all right, the truth will come out. It's like,
6: right. I don't buy into that from the owners, It's because Dan Gilbert really he already used that up. He used that up with the whole, you know, going crazy on a plane. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that, and ch- nah, I, and especially when you've you know, not have a, a great. Track record. I don't listen to that owner. And James Dolan, other than maybe being in a, a great band. Oh, nice. Nicely done. Yeah. Other, other than that, you know, what has he really done? Except make us watch the Knicks every year as a nationally televised games that really they don't, there's no merit. There's, it's not what Well, warning. he gave
5: Phil Jackson $65 million. The only thing he did pro- positively was draft Porzingis, and now they've blown that up. Yeah. And now they're wishing, wanting, hoping for free agents for, and for everything else. Again, the whole free agents know things, they know who owns the team. That, and what the history is—that doesn't change. No matter how much it may be attracted to go to New York, don't think that it's a given that Kevin Durant's walking around in a Knicks uniform. My partner during the week, Jason Smith, noted Knicks fan. That's like his first thing. I was like, I appreciate you that maybe that's part of the thinking, but it's still a recruitment process. They still
6: got to get him to show up. He won't be there. He'll be out in the band somewhere, you know. And oh shoot, we had Kevin Durant coming. My bad, I missed it. And by the way, <laughs> Isaac too. You gotta blame Beyonce for the power out. Oh, that's right. You it blame was the halftime Beyonce. act. That's right. That yeah. right. was the ultimate mic drop. Instead of just dropping the mic, she pfft <laughs> going to blow out the entire power. Like.
5: Nicely done. I remember that and all the conspiracy theories that flowed from that game. Just hey, great news. There's a quick way, you, an easy way you can save money. You can switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. You can go to geico.com and see how much you can save.
9: Calvin Washington, in with me, Mike Harmon. We get back into that and more. Super Bowl! This report presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Last night in Atlanta, Patrick Mahomes was named NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. The Rams' Aaron Donald named Defensive Player of the Year. The Bears' Matt Nagy was named Coach of the Year. The Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019 was also unveiled, including Ed Reed, Tony Gonzalez, Champ Bailey, Ty Law, and Broncos owner Pat Bolin. NBA Saturday night, Golden State defeated the Lakers 115-101. LeBron James was held out for what head coach Luke Walton termed load management, brought on by soreness. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are Fox Sports! Greetings, welcome back in. It
5: is Super Bowl Sunday. Jacked up about it. Excited to be here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We've got our monitors on here. Got some basketball replays, but starting to see the glorious imagery coming out of Atlanta where it looks like it's a beautiful day. I know people were excited that the weather might be a factor outside in their Super Bowl travels in the end. Everybody got to their parties. Everybody got drunk. We've seen the pictures all over Instagram, all over Twitter. They're all recovering because, well, at least they get a little bit of a later start this morning. Kelvin Washington in with me. I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome in. Thanks for taking a few minutes of your Sunday with us. Uh, we're, we're pleased to be part of the kickoff of Fox's coverage of Super Bowl Sunday in two hours, a special straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell, Jonas Knox, and the boys get bringing you some of the the latest later on in our show. We'll do some of the prop bets because I know Gavin's got a lot of action out mm. there, Kelvin, He is spread thin. He's got a lot of wagers. He's going to be on the street corner hustling nickels. Is that you, Gavin? By the end of the day, if this goes bad for him.
6: Are you that
7: guy? The guy who can't, you know, you, everybody, I, are you you tell me. I have 22 bets right now on the game today.
5: Yeah, I'm
6: going to say 20 Well, but I mean if 20, you're you're only
5: talking 5-10 bucks, you know, it's yeah. it's not bad. No, no,
6: 20. No, if he's degenerate. 23 is me putting you in a gambling rehab.
5: There's 33 pages of them, though Kelvin. <laughs> but still, 23... you could bet on listen, everything. Listen. Does this guy's shoe come untied? I mean, there's a True. lot of
6: stuff. <laughs> you didn't. The question wasn't was there too many prop bets. The question was is too many that Gavin is participating oh, that, in. Well, Twenty two is approaching a concern. For, <laughs> well, but out food. of
5: a percentage of available bets? <laughs> so I go. mean, it's now small, my have to ask how many
6: of you have because you are over here defending how many bets do you have going. None yet. None yet. Okay. Uh, Day ain't over yet. That yet was in all caps. We got, well, we got what? Six hours to uh, handicap
5: and and go through the 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 issue
6: with that, though, Gavin, is, like Mike said, if it's a couple bucks, okay, that's one thing. But if you got some, you know, decent little money on it, can you enjoy it? Are you the nerve? Do you have IBS? I have a bowel syndrome (laughs) the entire entire game.
7: I'm doing a little bit more this year because I haven't been able to enjoy a Patriots Super Bowl most of the time. They're usually winning them. Last year, I enjoyed it. But uh, I wanted to make sure that I had something on the game this year to, to actually be able to you know be invested. All right. Well, oh, God forbid you just eat some guacamole
5: like
6: the rest of us and enjoy it. Right.
5: <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, that, what else do you need? I mean, what, what's the go to? Is guacamole? Guac- or what, what are you working
6: on? Guacamole is uh, wings the standard. I think I read somewhere. What was it? Uh, like we eat like a billion pounds of wings? Or something, something outrageous. Well, we we eat on uh, Super Bowl. Sunday, it's outrageous. So, but yeah, wings, guacamole, I'm, 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 pretty much down for whatever. I'm a big, yeah, I love eating, so it doesn't really matter. But I could, I wouldn't be able to eat if I had 22 bets, and I couldn't <laughs> even enjoy the like the like your buddy, they're, they're like fun. oh look at that play, like, hey, yeah, my play. elbow <laughs> might be
5: bending a little bit too fast for for other things if I'm I'm getting too nervous. Yeah, I don't okay. think it would be the food thing. I, okay. I wouldn't be going for the food remedy. I I think Maybe. one of the uh, the other sponsors I, that I will I see a lot that. of a lot of ads during the course of the day might get me. What do you got Sam? I was just going to say like you
1: like your favorite Ronco, the brand Ronco, you set those bets and you forget them. You just set them and forget them. Well, there them. you go. I have and used just, the just Ronco products,
5: day. right? The old pocket mm-hmm. fisherman or the uh the chicken rotisserie. I mean, you certainly have that along the way. I'm gonna, I'm going to probably smoke some meat. I mean, that's a, a staple on the show. But with the prop bets, uh, you, you set them and forget them. You no, just- that... Well, you try to, Do but try you to. don't. Gavin will forget about it. But no, he oh, won't. No, no, he won't. No, no, no. He's going to no, obsess
7: over. No, he's going to obsess over every C.J. Anderson carry. I'm going to be Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind with that. Okay. Yeah, I, can't, I don't down. buy that, that at funny. all. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, you, you're now you're going to be writing in the air.
6: Oh yeah, there he I'm is. That, just, the hes at 36 yards. I
5: need seven more yards.
6: And if you have, and then like I said, it's like fantasy football. How many say it ruined your fandom? In that, you know. If you're I don't know let's say okay for you you're a Chargers fan uh but but all of a sudden you have the Chiefs defense you know you're like I need that interception yeah. and 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 that's the same thing with the Super Bowl like you won't be able to enjoy any play with 22 bets cuz every play has something riding on it. Well yeah and
7: the weirdest thing is me having like a Patriots touchdown in the first half but I also have the first quarter under so there's a lot of like you know wanting <laughs> Yeah, remember. well, there's, hopefully, a lot of, there's a lot of crossover in the game. Well,
6: hopefully, but you do that because you're trying to win something, right? Of course. So uh, I'm, I'm rooting I'm for you, man. Lose. I'm rooting for you. Hopefully, next time I see you, you don't look all sad and depressed. I'm <laughs> see, I, for that.
5: See, I've always had those arguments with folks over the fantasy fandom, though. And okay. I, think, I think enough players, everybody finally came on board to realizing how much money it was putting in their pockets. Yeah. So They don't cry about it as much as they used to. You're talking You, sh- to, yeah. you still get a few guys that'll bark in the media of, ah, I'm tired of people complaining. And then you got guys like Melvin Gordon and several others going, I let my guys down in my final couple of that, weeks that was of the cool. season.
6: That was pretty cool from the to, to right? say that. Saying yeah.
5: I need to pick up for you. Because the argument was always, well, how do you do this if you're a fan of, like me, being a Chicago boy, right, Bears fan, and, you know, Gavin, you can be sad about your charges all you want. Your guys didn't show up. I lost because a guy couldn't make a kick, okay? <sighs> a guy that shouldn't have had a job after, after that Miami game. And they should have had auditions and jettisoned him out of town yeah. at that point, but didn't. They held on to him, and it came back to bite him. Surely um, it'll go in. <laughs> I'll take a deep breath. You yeah, take but a deep the, breath. But the idea being that all those years, be it Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, like, all right, there's two times a year where that becomes a psychological, all right, this is tough because you want the defense to show up. But the reality is, if I'm playing fantasy football, I still want to win. right? I, I'm a fan, but I'm a realist. Brett Favre is throwing 35 touchdowns on the right. year. They should be on my team. I can get past the, the logo on the helmet. It knows no
6: no it's, boundaries. It's a tough thing, though. I mean, you're supposed to be all in. I've given up on my fandom. And I don't know if you've listened to the show that I, you know, Ephraim Salam and I would talk about this. Uh, I'd given up Steve Hartman as well because I was a Lions fan for almost four decades. What have I gained? You
5: got two guys that quit. And not only that. Two of the greatest at their position. And just hold on, away. Mike, you have to continue you, that. Do you still have a bag on your head? You do you still have your commemorative bag? I do.
6: I okay. do. It is folded up in my closet at to the top right. <laughs> Here's the thing about it, too. They didn't just quit. This is what I have to remind people. When I, when I remind people of this, they go, oh, I can see that. They quit football, period. Yeah. They didn't quit on the Lions and then say, you know, trade me to the whoever's. No, they quit football. You haven't seen Barry Sanders in 25 years. You know what I mean like he literally popped up a few years ago cuz he probably needed some money. He's like, "Hey, I'll do some commercials." "Hey, I'll do a Heisman commercial." "Hey, I I'll tell
5: you money. what, he's actually a pretty funny guy if you get him off off camera too." Well, like he, he for as much as he he won't smile. All those like he's one of those guys who will not yeah. smile in a photo no matter how happy and whatever the conversation is preceding it. But yeah, you're right. He had, he all had disappeared for years. On those
6: horrible plane rides home from losses writing some great jokes. That's why he's funny. And Calvin Johnson, (laughs) when's the last time you see Calvin Johnson dance with stars? We haven't seen him since. No. So not only, so I said to myself, I said, you know what? This all happened this year when they hired Mike Patricia. Matt Patricia, I'm sorry. I was like, all right. And again, he might be coach of the year the next year. No. But at that point, I'm like, you got rid of a guy who'd gotten you in the postseason a couple of times when that is not the regular basis for Lions, right? Let's not act like this is the Patriots. That is a rare feat. I'm like, and, and he's had this, and you, the discipline issues weren't there that you'd had some years before. Kind of, yes, he's boring. Yes, he's, you know, uh, you know, kind of just stoic. However, there were some semblance of success. Then you get rid of a guy who had a number two pencil behind. What is he? Is that a Scantron? Where did he take it? Oh, nicely a test? done. Thank you. I appreciate That's that. That's good. What,
5: that, do they still do Scantron? Uh, well, is that still the ask brand? Ask Matt
6: Patricia because he's sitting there holding number two <laughs> pencil when everything is digital and electronic. But he's old school then. In the new school world, and he's like, "Hey, he beat the Patriots. He (laughs) did beat the Patriots. And where are the Patriots today?
5: How about that? Look at the losses that the Patriots had. Some embarrassing losses during the regular season, and it didn't matter. I'm sorry, succeed and proceed. No, I mean with Calvin Johnson. I just give. give But at least with Calvin Johnson, there were a couple of injuries that you could say, all right, he was kind of." You know, from a physical standpoint, he was... Was he? I don't know. If
6: he, if well, he, he were, used to opt out of halves of games and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say that. He, but but you do that on a team that you don't really believe in. You know what I mean? There you, like, go. If, now if, you want 10 minutes to go off on Matthew Stafford while you're at it? Uh Ooh, that's a, he's a tough one, too, because <laughs> while people expect more because of the money, on the other side of it... Again, this guy came, and I remember when they are like, oh, this number one pick's going to be this kid out of Georgia, Matthew Stafford. I remember being like, oh, he's not. Because he wasn't like a Peyton or an Andrew Luck where it was an yeah. obvious thing. They're like, oh, I, I guess, okay. And I remember him saying, I want to be a part of this 0-16 team because I want to be part of the you know, change in the culture. And I got to give him credit. They made the postseason a couple of times, done two or three times under him. He's thrown a bunch of had some big games. So I'm not mad at him as much as other people are because in, in that – with that team, that organization, he's done pretty much the most you can. Two things.
5: One, surround him with some better talent. Right. have had some suspect running back mm-hmm. combinations. When you have three, For sure. you don't have one. For sure. It's one thing if you're you're running an offense like the Patriots do where you got a James White and you've got a Sony Michelle, two different guys. Whatever. Yep. They just tried to mix and match with a bunch of random dudes over the course of the year and never decided to stick with one. And then the wide receivers have all been number twos that you're trying to elevate since Calvin Johnson point. walked away. And at the quarterback position, this is my mantra, like, and it's with everybody in their lives, go get the money you can. Quarterback position is the most important position in sports. Mm-hmm. All right, We all agree to that, which means you're going to be paid very, very well. When your time is up, even if you're 15th, Amongst the 32 quarterbacks in every statistical category. If you're the next in line to get paid, whatever that new salary level is, you're getting paid. Why is Nick Foles about to get a $25 million contract, right? They they exercise the Eagles, whatever. He can buy out, but they want to trade him, Mm -hmm. franchise him, maybe, and then trade him. Whatever that happens. But that's the cost of doing business. So when people complain about that and what a guy gets paid relative to what his output is, it it doesn't make sense to me.
6: It's- well, Ephraim Salam and I got into this argument last week. His point was one of the other reasons why Tom is the goat is Tom has taken less money. Tom has allowed for his team, his organization, to say, "Hey, if we save eight nine million sure. on you. We can put it here." And remember our secondary, we said we can get better. Well, we can put some money there and we can go get this. So, I agreed with that. Tom Brady is and Tim Duncan and guys like that who've had the sustained success, even Michael Jordan to an extent. You know, we found a ways to, to help the organization. I, I'll give you that. But you're right in that. Hey, if it's my turn to get paid, it's my turn to get paid. We well, had this s- debate. Settle this debate real quick. Yeah. I said Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback probably I've ever seen. He went on the whole Tom Brady, he being Ephraim Salam, and he. But he included non-talented, like the taking less money. I'm like that has nothing to do with the talent. I'm not saying he's a better team guy. He's like his family doesn't love him. I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, I don't care about that. I'm talking pure talent. When you watch that guy, you go, oh.
5: Yeah, I I guess that would probably be it. There's shades of some of those other guys that never really put it all together. That's true. Where you're like – Chicago apologist to some degree for Jay Cutler. There are times where it's like this guy could be everything, arm talent, he, and then yeah. and then there'd be three possessions where you are going, "What are we doing?"
6: That's a great point. Right? No, Jay Cutler threw one of the prettiest balls ever. Like, not he, not to put him at
5: that that level, but like when you, mean, when though, you go when you in the times, but yeah, and Aaron Rodgers this year, I don't think he got the uh, the evisceration that other quarterbacks get that perhaps they should. True,
6: and, and I will say with that talent to have a season that he had. Um, but we the the good thing is we both agree that Pat Mahomes might end up surpass. I never, I didn't think I'd see, see somebody in the next, you know, I thought it'd be at least ten years before I see someone who could surpass Aaron Rodgers as far as pure talent. What the heck, that dude! He is throwing Magic Johnson passes no, on the football I, well, field. It's crazy. No stuff. look pass. I've never seen a no look pass on the football field. Well, now we'll see some more craziness, and
5: he's looking to uh, get into a competition with Josh Allen. Someone threw down the gauntlet. During uh, Super Bowl week and he said where are we where are we line it up and who's sponsoring. Mm. I love it. Uh, your MVP in a runaway vote yesterday. Notice how much we really care about NFL honors <laughs> and awards. Nobody's moving on to anything of that. Congratulations to y'all. Nobody cares. Uh, Tyler Dunn from the Bleacher Report's going to join us here. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio, we'll push hot takes and sausage. And after we talk with Tyler, we'll bring Gavin back in because I mean we got to settle the score. I got to try to draw even. Okay. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Geico Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance with Geico, so go to geico.com get yourself a free rate quote. Tyler Dunn, Bleacher Report
1: reporter, joins us next. This is Super Bowl Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in President, Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
2: Terms and conditions apply.
4: To farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
5: We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Welcome back in. Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. Super Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Kelvin Washington. Find me over on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You want to give game predictions? You want to just trash uh, one team or the other? We'll take that. Uh, Kelvin Washington with me. You find him on Twitter at K-Dub, D-U-double-B, live. K-Dub, live. We're going to go out to the hotline right now. Bleacher Report, NFL rider, Tyler Don. Tyler, welcome to the show. You're the only one to make any noise this week talking to Roby Coleman. Otherwise, it's a bit all NBA all the time.
12: <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. It's all awesome. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, he, uh, I guess he had to kind of... Uh... You know, try to walk back his words. I, I really just wish you would've owned it. You know what? Just just own it at this point. But yeah, nobody on either side, you know, with, with the cameras and all the microphones and i Uh-oh. You're
6: right. There he is. All right, we think we got you. Tyler, you're still there, Tyler? Yes, yes. All right. Had a little moment, you went out there. Hey, speaking of uh Roby Coleman, let's stay there just for a second. Um uh, for when your time you spent asking him some questions, even just the things that he said. Uh, maybe they didn't. that you weren't behind. Um, what do you thought of his, kind of remember when he came out and said, look, yeah, I know I hit him. I thought it would be a flag and all that. And he was just, he basically kind of rubbed it in the NFL's face. If you're the NFL, you want, hey, just let it slide, move on. But he was just, yeah, I thought they were going to throw a flag, and they didn't. And, you know, yeah, I made sure I hit him. And I said, whatever happens, happens. And, you know, just kind of rub it in the NFL's face, like you guys truly missed that call.
3: Absolutely.
12: He did. I mean, he. He owned. He owned that, that. That's for sure. I mean, and and he should because look, he saw a player running free for a touchdown, and as he said, it's football. You know, it's a violent game. He didn't want that touchdown to happen, so he, he figured he'd get flagged. Everybody who saw the play figured he'd get flagged. It didn't happen, so hey, he might as well dance on the grave. He doesn't care. And and this is somebody who was thirty, you know, thirty thousand feet up in the air, getting death threats from Saints fans. He he was. You know, every time he opened up his Instagram, his Twitter, his Facebook, it was it was constant, and he basically just kind of shut the phone off and kept celebrating, and, you know, he, he doesn't care. It's, it, he's not the one throwing the flags out there.
5: When you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Julian Edelman's wise words on football and life uh, as we go through. So experience, you know, age and beauty and all these kind of fun things. Where's your favorite storyline? What are you watching for in this game?
12: Yeah, you know, I, I, I am really looking forward to that, that matchup. You know, Roby Coleman on Edelman, you know, when we chatted, he said that's who he's going to be facing. That's his assignment. I, I, I don't think you're going to see too much, you know, change from that. I mean, this is a guy, a guy that that believes he can represent that position and, and put it out there. So I, I think that Tom Brady, you know, for better or worse, he's, He's listening to every slight, every doubt, every reason to get motivated. You know, it is kind of fascinating, guys. I mean, you think back to every great dynasty in sports history, everybody just kind of gets sick of each other at some point. I mean, the Chicago Bulls just got sick of each other by 1998. The Patriots, I mean, we thought they were a year ago, but, but I guess not. I mean, they enjoy winning. They enjoy the game. And this year, that's kind of what keeps getting Tom Brady going. He's finding reasons to be motivated whether they're real whether they're perceived and i i have to think you know hearing you know, and and we talked a lot more about a lot more with nickel roby um uh, we got into a lot of different subjects but you know obviously that that moment of honesty from him saying that this is just a different quarterback than the one two years ago in buffalo I'm afraid brady's going to blow that up i mean he's been doing it all year
6: hey what about this what's the most important guy uh, for the Rams, because if you're asking me, I think it's going to be somebody like an Endomic and Sue, because there, we know what Aaron Donald's supposed to do, but it, ha- it might have to be someone else. What do you say, the most important Rams player, uh, in order to have some success and maybe find a way to beat these Patriots? That's a really good question. I
12: sense you might. I think the team's running away from Aaron Donald. That's what Wade Phillips has kind of said, that yeah, Donald's numbers you know, aren't necessarily there the last two games, but it's because Teams are just running away from them, so that's where Nadamik and Sue comes into play. I mean, we saw the Patriots try to ram the ball up up the gut constantly that first half against Kansas City. Seventeen carries to Sony Michelle in the first half alone. Patrick Mahomes only has four completions in that first half. So, can they do that against the Rams? I don't think so. I think that's the adjustment for New England is you're not going to run into the teeth of that. So it becomes the James White game, and you see you know them using him in that that short basically a run, and he's catching the ball 12 times. So, you know, that's probably the tweak for the Patriots. You know, on the other side of the ball, it's going to be really interesting, guys. And What do the Rams do with, C- with Todd Gurley, put those carries up? I mean, does Gurley start this game in a funk like he did in the NFC Championship game Do you turn to C.J. Anderson? I, I don't know. It, it will be guy I who was just on the couch who says he's 235. Somehow with a straight face, you know, probably 52 55 is the difference in the Super Bowl.
5: I, I don't know. That's He's the hero we all need uh, at this point <laughs> uh, in our New Year's resolution uh, breaking mode. Tyler Dunn, Bleacher Report, NFL Rider, at Ty Dunn, T Y D U N N E on Twitter for all his coverage of Super Bowl 53. All right, so what's the prediction for the fight, Tyler? What are you thinking? I, it's really tough
12: to pick against the Patriots right now. They they've been in this moment. I don't know. Maybe it's just a gut feeling, but all week, I mean, it's just they have this "been there, done that" vibe about them. You know, whether it's with us in the media, whether it's you know just the fact that they're they're all healthy at this point of the year that they they've been in those high high pressure situations. And that the Rams just seem a little bit more wide eyed, maybe a little bit more annoyed, a little bit more unsure about everything. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's not going to be a total blowout, but I, I think that this is the Super Bowl the Patriots finally win a little convincingly. Every single one's been close. I, I just, that they had this calm, this cool, this, this attitude about them this year that uh, you know may, maybe that they finally do do win by double digits in this game.
6: Hey yeah. t- Tyler, you know what will be concerning real quick uh, is that uh, if you're the Rams or the Rams fans. Robert Kraft has had the time of his life hanging out with Cardi B dancing. So that lets me know they are at ease and they feel comfortable with this game. He's just hanging out dancing with Cardi B. Oh, my God. From, from the top
12: on down. I mean, you're talking Robert Kraft right on down to all the players. I mean, there, there really is just a, a relaxed calm about the Patriots that uh, that's even different by, by their standards. I mean, I, I think that it's it's real.
5: Fantastic stuff. Last thing, what's on the, uh, the food tray as you go to the trough this afternoon?
12: Oh my! I'm still recovering from that Fat Matt's barbecue, guys. Holy cow! I, I'm I'm going to be in like a week long food coma from that. So haven't thought about food, but uh, you know, reset. We'll, we'll we'll check the game plan and hit something up for sure.
5: Fantastic stuff, Tyler Dunn, Bleacher Report NFL rider at Ty Dunn on Twitter. Follow his coverage there. Enjoy the game, buddy. Thanks for getting up with us this morning. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Tyler, take care of yourself. Kelvin Washington in with me, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Sunday. We're brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. Include your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do apply. Coming up next, we're going to go through some of the fun prop bets, uh, including some that uh, Gavin may or may <laughs> not have action sure. on. Sure. I mean, he's got 22 of them. We can just go through the list, uh, and we get our second helping of Hot Takes and Sausage. But first, we step out to Isaac Lohenkron as we get ready for this Super Bowl Sunday, and he catches us up on what's trending
9: in this sporting universe. Michael and Kelvin, kickoff of Super Bowl 53 is now eight hours away. All has been quiet this morning in Atlanta so far, where last night Patrick Mahomes was named NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. The Rams' Aaron Donald was named Defensive Player of the Year. The Bears' Matt Nagy was named Coach of the Year. The Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2019 was unveiled last night as well, including Ed Reed, Tony Gonzalez, Champ Bailey, Ty Law, and Broncos owner Pat Bolin. In the NBA Saturday night, Golden State defeated the Lakers 115-101. LeBron James held out of the contest for what head coach Luke Walton termed load management, brought on by soreness. James Harden scored 43 points in the Rockets' 27-point victory at Utah. Harden scored 30 or more in 26 consecutive games. And finally, former Nick and new Dallas Maverick Chris Daps Porzingis posted a message to the fans of New York on Instagram very early this morning hint, hint, that read, quote, The city deserves better than that. My suggestion for Knicks fans is to stay woke. Peace. Unquote.
5: Well, that's up the next level right
9: there, Isaac. He won't let it go. Appreciate you. I wonder what happens, though, early in the morning. I think that's part of a clue. You you'll often see the more candid social media posts early in the morning instead of, like, at 1130 in the morning. I, I'm not trying to imply anything i'm just saying that's sort of a a hint uh, i don't know anyway we will go back to you michael and kelvin all yours guys appreciate appreciate it.
5: that isaac as we're rolling through here in the geico fox sports radio studios 15 minutes could save you 15 or more on your car insurance so head on over to geico.com you get yourself a free rate quote. Kelvin Washington in with me here, Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. We appreciate you getting your Super Bowl Sunday started with us. Uh, show us pictures of the barbecues, the smokers, whatever yeah, we, we you got go going back to on. What
6: you were talking about? What, what do you have going on? You I, said you're well, gonna
5: smoke something. I, is- well, I had a chicken marinating okay. overnight, so we'll, we'll have that as a base, uh, and then we had a little pork roast as well. Ooh. So I, I think we should be able to get those uh, thrown in, and, and probably by halftime, we should be good to go.
6: Oh. All right, I'd I like that. Now, uh, you said you live where? Okay, I think I know where you live. Yeah, okay. no, we we'll <laughs> ah, you live that a little up. too you're a little too far. From well,
5: me. you know what? We'll we'll find another opportunity. There's yeah. plenty of sporting events on true. the radar, and uh, you know, we'll we'll make it happen. I've been known to bring food in here and feed the masses.
6: Oh, you know, okay, you gotta jump in. All everybody jump in on this. Last week we had this argument because Mark Willard, of course, you all know, you listen to him. As well here. Um, Easy to argue with. No, it wasn't with. He was huh? the cause for the argument. It wasn't him that we were arguing with or against. So he brought in pizza from his son's birthday party the day before. And he brought it in, like, hey, I got you know buy a whole box of pizza we didn't need, And he brought it in for the game. Ephraim uh, went super, I played the NFL uppity and said, I don't eat anyone's food they brought in or they bring in, and I don't eat it. you know, I don't know what you did with it. What if you didn't put it in the refrigerator? So he said no. Now, everyone else ate, either ate it, and Alex didn't eat it because he's vegan. However, he said, it had it been vegan pizza left over, he would have eaten it. Where are you on that? I'm
5: going uh, here here's the basic line. That's a guy that's not a radio man. Okay. He's working in radio, but he, he's not I, of I get, radio. I, I get you where get you're it? going with that. You get it? Because here, I could leave something out for four days. If it hasn't actively started to smell putrid, someone is putting it in their mouth before the end of the day.
6: That's that's facts. That's, right? That's I mean, facts. how many
5: times have we, I mean, look, I, I'm not naming names. We got a few folks. <laughs> we can put stuff on that back counter well, in our kitchen that it'll be gone.
7: Yeah. Yeah. There were donuts brought in Friday morning to celebrate the LA Rams fans out here. Some of them got excited, brought donuts for the gang. And Saturday night, they were still being eaten. They had been left out. So over oh, that's hey, a given.
6: over 24 hours. Oh, okay, Gavin, I, mean, I been... thought you were going to say you had one today and you or something
7: oh, no. like or that. Doing... No, if it was still there, he would have. I would have. I'm doing like a low carb thing now, so it won't work for me. But normally, absolutely, I would not have a problem with that. Twenty. I would say like, as long as it's under like 36 hours, I'm good with it.
6: I'd say forty eight at least, right? Forty. I mean, donut. Yeah, a donut. For, for, yeah, just, yeah a donut
5: could go forty eight. It's not because there's
6: nothing. It's not like bad spoiled meat or yeah. It's or a, it depends. Like it's I, just I guess a donut. Yeah, just some sugar.
5: I think it should be all right. It's just really a pile of dough and sugar. Yeah. So you you, you you you
6: came right. out on that same side. I said you. I said you, my friend, have been, been spoiled. You've been eating. You know, you've been a professional athlete. So the idea that you wouldn't eat pizza because someone else brought it in, I was like, I, clearly, you had a you've had a different life than the rest of us. No, and sure. look, and I'm.
5: I, Pride myself on being a pretty decent cook. I've got a uh, cookbooks all over the place. Mm-hmm. Exchange recipe. It's ridiculous. Some of the stuff that we've we've prepared, and my daughters helped me out with this stuff. And we come in and we we feed the guys on on occasion. And nobody's gotten sick to my knowledge. No, I'm. I can, you know, I can you tell know when what? you say you're
6: marinating things. Because everybody can say, oh, I'm going to throw something on the grill. I'm going to do XYZ. No, 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 You're marinating? Then I know you're Chef Boy R. Mike. I, Chef Boy R. Mike is in the building.
7: I got a text two days ago uh, about my friend's Super Bowl party that I'm going to, and it was the pork butt that they were preparing and the ribs, and I was going, and they're doing this 48 Couple, hours yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, god oh, you no, my gosh. You got to let are that you, really work.
6: Are you eating the pork butt? Because it sounds like you're trying to be healthy in 2019. Oh,
7: yeah, I know. I can do the meat. It's more of the bread thing, trying yeah. to stay from the bread and sugar and stuff. But, oh, yeah, I'm going to be all over that.
5: Well, I want to go do that challenge, right? You know, the the whole thing that Jennifer Lopez was doing. What, no carbs, no, no, car- no, yeah. no sugar. Well, if I could do that for 10 days, I'd be ripped. You know what's funny? Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll look like a little pocket Hercules. All jokes
6: right aside, here. that stuff really works, man. Because when you realize the the carbs and the sugar and refined sugar and all that stuff that it would turn to, and then you... Long story short, I could actually make you laugh. I'll say this quickly, and then we got to move on. <laughs> I was hosting. I was getting ready to host this show. Uh, it was a national show, so they couldn't tell me, you know, hey, you might need to trim it up a little bit. It's a national TV show because in yeah. radio, no, you that that what you care. want? You're right. It was a national TV show. I mean,
5: we look pretty here.
6: We do, I mean, Calvin, we we you,
5: yeah, you look and I, gorgeous. I mean, we, we should video some of this. I mean, show <laughs> people how pretty we are here on Super Bowl Sunday. We,
6: but television shows. Yeah, so yeah. So they without. Saying it, they just simply kind of put the word, Hey, um, we'll uh pray for a trainer for a couple of weeks before we start filming if you want that. Oh, now, they can't, now that, you know, they couldn't say, Hey, lose some weight, you know, legally and all that. So they're like, Hey, uh, and by the way, you know, this will pay you, we'll do this, we'll do this, and we'll, we'll, we'll throw in a trainer for a couple of weeks if you wow. want to tighten that thing on up. And but the best part about it was that <laughs> just in that matter of time, you know, spend a couple of weeks with an actual trainer, not just me in the gym trying to figure it out, and to learn. Calories and sugar and how much you the should have a nutrition. Part of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I realized why at that point I was the biggest I'd ever been because I didn't know I was just eating whatever, right? Like, and I started doing a morning show, and you know how that goes. So you you're you eating, you know, you're just eating all day, and it's it. Anyway, once yeah. you learn the yeah. knowledge, my friend, yeah, GI I, Joe, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> Look at you,
5: nicely you know, done. Going you. back to your '80s cartoons, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's just it. Radio, it's sugar and caffeine fuel you. It is. And then, you know, you've got young ones at home. Mine are a little older, but it's still the chase. That doesn't help. You you don't have leftover it. crackers and cookies. Too. No, Somebody's exactly. Somebody's got to do it. No, Somebody's got to do it. you got the little puffs that, that yep. are just addictive uh, as you go through, but you know, we're, we're brought to you by Alita, you know, the producers of Avatar. This looks absolutely incredible. Comes the ultimate 3D cinematic event of the year. Alita, Battle Angel on February 14th. Valentine's Day go get it. Be the first to experience the film early. Audiences are calling it an immersive, mind-blowing adventure. Alita, Battle Angel in theaters and IMAX February 14th. I think on the IMAX screen, that would be pretty intense. I feel like it, I'm in the game.
6: You know, I want to see it too. Um, uh, I want to say it correctly. Mahershala Ali. Exactly. I'm watching True Detective. Anybody? Oh, Anybody? yeah. Okay. I've got it. I've Came got a DVR. Okay. Yeah.
5: Usually, I, I I put everything on hiatus until football is officially done.
6: Okay. Well, and yeah, then I try to reclaim some of my life. Twelve hours. You'll be able to catch so up. We'll, but, so we'll we'll go get that. Uh, you have so you have what, any episode? Not this year. No. Okay. Uh, without giving it away, season two, you'll completely forget about That's it. That's what about. I've been told. Yes. Um, and it's going back to season one as far as. The stylistically format, I'll say that. Um, but he 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 is so good. You just the whole time you're watching him, man, he's good. Like, and then and then so so the uh, movie you just referred to, what is it, Alita? Alita, Battle Angel. I yes. saw that he was in. I'm like, man, he just had a heck of a you know three years couple year run so. yeah, right three now, years.
5: right? Because remember him in a few things. Yep. You, you he was a, a, he was a scene stealer.
6: And a couple for of a things. Few I remember years, the yep. first time I recognized him was in a place beyond the. The Pines, or yep. something. He was just like the boyfriend turned husband. Oh, he was. See? Yeah. See? Yep. So that was the first go. time I recognized him. And then he started to pop up and he's in Moonlight and he was in the- the. Uh, well, the,
7: I knew him from House of Cards. That
6: was my initial- Then he was, was, the the, then he was in yeah. House of Cards. Then he yeah. was in uh, Luke Cage for the first season. Like, yes. He started popping yeah, up everywhere. A i was villain. Like, Right. Was like,
5: and, like, and now Green Book, Oscar great. nominated, yep. a lot of Moonlight. buzz. So, like, that's something I- That's actually on the list for this week too now that- Football's done. There's a pile of movies. Go get my uh, subscription so I can just show up at the movies
6: a bunch. And By the way, he he played college basketball. He's not even like a a traditional thespian. He's a hooper.
5: So that means he probably wouldn't take food from somebody from home. Hey, uh, let's do our second round of Hot Takes and Sausage. Gavin... Get The uh, grill fired up. What do you got for the no, second no round? No grill
7: right now, but we will keep it going. Uh, <laughs> there we go. got the uh one to nothing right now. Hot Kelvin. Takes and sausage, sausage, sausage. <laughs> we are going to stray away from the NFL right Remix. now, go back into the hot uh NBA hot stove right now, and all the trade rumors. Well, one trade that actually did go down was Kristaps Porzingis, the uh, Latvian Dirk as we know him. <laughs> in yes, <London>. Porzingis, <laughs> Porzingis. Going back, going to Some of the to, great uh, songs ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Going to the Dallas Mavericks uh, to join Luka Doncic over there. Now, guys, I want to know from you, do you think the Knicks, I don't want to say, let's not say they won the trade, lose, you won't know that for a long time, but do you think in the long term they made the right move by trading their best player in a decade? We'll start with you, Kelvin.
6: Normally you want to say no because you're trading your best player in a decade. And I also want to say no because it's the Knicks and their track record. But if they mess around and keep losing and somehow get the number one pick and they can get Zion Williamson, uh, you know, and and then a couple of pieces that they were able to get from, uh, you know, from the trade, then you got some. Because all you – it takes – you have to start somewhere. And Zion looks like he's a – once in a generation. I'm not going to go LeBron because people are losing their minds when they're saying LeBron. Like, just because he's athletic and built and a freight train coming down the middle, that's not – LeBron was more than that, is more than that. Uh, but if you can if, – if making trades and continuing to be bad gets you him, then I think you, win the, you, you won or at least that was a good trade for you to have, be had. Also, quickly, maybe they also know something about – Porzingis' injuries, like, you know, like, yeah, he'll come back, but he'll never quite be the same. I will I will give them a little bit of that a little leeway. Maybe they know his health and medical history, and they're saying eh, there's something there, a little maybe a little Sam Bowie-ish.
5: Yeah, as you relate, it's awful difficult to trust anything the Knicks have done. Mm-hmm. Right? You've got an absentee owner. You've got a front office that has shuffled, and obviously Phil Jackson was not the man to build that team. Porzingis being the only bright spot he had. But you bring in Dennis Smith Jr., maybe going back to where he's got a regular role, Mm -hmm. because obviously disgruntled in Dallas, Doncic comes in and takes over, and he's been absolutely amazing. If you haven't gotten to watch a Dallas Mavericks game, watch a Dallas Mavericks game. This kid's incredible and a lot of fun to watch. But Smith Jr. shooting under 40%. He's mad. He's not getting his minutes, not controlling the basketball Maybe he gets to do that in New York. And you a get the point. guy, and you get the guy that we thought he might have been. So you have that. You've got the draft picks that eventually become something, right? That you get in the deal, and then you're talking about getting Zion. So you get the excitement. Now, look, it's the Knicks. They'll probably screw that up. Win a <laughs> right. couple of games they shouldn't, and all of a sudden they don't get the number one or the ping pong balls don't come their way. The frozen envelope goes somewhere else. Whatever the case may be. And you've set yourself up in theory, cash-wise, you've opened the door to some semblance of free agency gold. Now it's a question of getting those guys to walk through the door. And that's the billion dollar question right. in all this is do you do you have guys that want to come to New York enough that they look past Dolan and what the front office does and say, we'll we'll work this and we'll do our thing, right? The LeBron James mode of mm-hmm. just stay out of my way. I'm gonna do this. So maybe Durant's that guy and 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 maybe Kyrie Irving because he's waffling and, and and look there's a promo running on it my take on it from the week until he's actually signed and I'm showing up with a contract a notary and everybody <laughs> else you're not getting out of the room if we're having contract discussions you're either in or you're out I'm going Danny Ocean Ocean's yeah. Eleven and and that's it like we're not having a song and dance because I can't wait for you because what he's doing with Boston right now if I'm in I'm out I'm whatever you know I don't have to tell you to July first well you know. Yes, things change. Circumstances change. It's not been as easy going as they thought in Boston. But now that he's potentially out, assuming he's walking through the door, potentially foolhardy. But you at least set yourself up in a position to where you can get out of this decade, two decades. Hell, they didn't win since Phil Jackson was throwing bows in the low post.
6: I was going to say we were talking the seventies, actually. Yeah, this it's extreme.
5: Yeah. So I mean, it's just an interesting proposition as you as you roll through. But yeah, Gavin, I mean that's it. There's your argument.
7: No, I, I like it. Um my only thing is I, I don't understand it, it seems like the Knicks know something this summer that we don't know. Like in my opinion, right. the only way this works out is if Kevin Durant and somebody else is going over there. I don't see I don't see why Kevin Durant would want to get into that mess. I mean James Dolan, I, I don't know if you can trust that guy, but again, we don't know uh, point will go to Mike Harmon, even things up here a little bit. We are going to have our third hour coming up shortly and have the final hot take and Sausage.
6: But, hey, uh, you, you know what? To jump on what you were saying there, there Gavin, um, the only reason why a Durant would try to go is because at this point, what has he been? He's been an all-star. Check that, right? I've been rookie of the year. Check that. I've been an MVP. Check that. He Check all these things. Now I'm a champion and a finals MVP. Check, 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 check. Well, I think the thing to check off his list in that way may haunt him is the, I didn't do it by myself or build the team or be the, you know, yes, he's the guy on the Warriors in the sense that he's probably their best player, but it's Steph's team. Right. So I think to your point, Mike, it's the element of, yeah, I'll go to the Knicks. Yeah, they've been in disarray. They've been terrible, but I'm going to change all that. I'm going to LeBron this thing. I'm going to be the one. And that, therefore, check that off my list. There's nothing now you can tell me. Because clearly for him, validation from other players is, and us in the media and us folk matter to him. We've we've seen. We've well, got people's burner accounts matters. and lots of other stuff. He's right. made
5: it known, right? Going back to when mom and everybody chirped because yeah. of the Mister Unreliable yep. headline in Oklahoma so this City. This stuff matters to
6: him, so I could see him saying, "I don't want to retire in you know eight years or whatever." And everyone says, "Yeah, but well, you already joined a seventy three win team, or you did, that, or you didn't get it done when you had your own team in OKC." So I could I could see him saying, "I would go to that." type of a team, the Knicks, to say, for the next five years, I'm going to do it myself.
5: Well, and that's always the curiosity. Not myself, right? but you know what I mean. No, sure, When you I'm going to build it my way. Yeah. I'm going to build my team, and if it becomes a super team, great, but either way, I'm leading it. And I think that's the curiosity, and, and we always do this with – I mean, we're doing it now with baseball's free agency, mm-hmm. right? What's the motivation for Harper for Machado? Is it at the behest of their agents of I need the annual average – salary to be a record breaker is it right. a long term guaranteed 10 years 8 years whatever that is which is changing and eventually we're going to have collusion cases i think in major league baseball with the number of guys that are still sitting out there and hanging out over the course of, of this off season as we're rolling towards towards spring training
6: you're saying so owners won't pay
5: so that that's the question is where mm-hmm. or this is it just the waiting game for these two guys and should you but we'll see we'll talk about that more and we'll get into Uh, We'll get the feud in before we get out of here uh, in an hour plus. But uh, coming up next, we will talk about the changing narrative of Indomitian Sue, perhaps the key to what the Rams are going to do today and his legacy on the line. That's next on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in Fox Sports Sunday. It's Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Kelvin Washington with you here. K-Dub live is where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Having some fun with you. Talking all things Super Bowl 53. And yes, the NBA does creep in. There's a lot going on in the silly season for Zingis and Anthony Davis and the like. We've got a lot of fun coming up as we have one more hour of a beautiful... Uh, preview content with you with Indominus Sue, Tom Brady, and their legacies. How much is on the line here as we get ready for Super Bowl 53 on Fox? Yeah, buddy. Final hour of the program here. We're getting you set for Super Bowl 53. Fox Sports Sunday Super Bowl edition. Mike Harmon alongside Kelvin Washington. You find him on Twitter at KdubLive. K-D-U- double B-Live. Find me over at Swollen Dome. We'll play The feud coming up in about a half hour. Don't worry. It's a staple of the show. And we'll get into your gastronomic choices for later on. Uh, Gastronomy. Maybe some of the chemistry associated therein. The humanization of the Patriots and Dominic and Sue. We'll get some more hot takes and sausage. But just starting to feel a little more excited about the game. Right, It's two weeks. Right, First week of of this dead period or whatever you want to call it was all about the Saints and the Rams. That finally died down. They all took their turns on Radio Row. They all looked like they wanted to kill everybody that asked them a question about it. Even Drew Brees, normally calm and collected, mild mannered Drew Brees, he went on Dan Patrick, did his stuff with NFL Network, whatever he was contractually obligated to do. Looked like he would rather been anywhere else in the world. And if you asked him about that play, that it was going to set him off. Kind of, kind of amazing. It, but that's to see how that though. works,
6: right, Mike? That's telling because he's been around long enough. A, B is a quarterback. Where generally they say they can get – not that they, you ever get past you don't think about it, but just where they can say, look, we – there's an accountability and responsibility, right? We still had plenty of time to make plays and find a way to win the game. So for him to still feel like that, act like that, seem better, that shows you how much that play really affected him. like that Well, it affected and, the, the and, team and a, as a and whole, right? the team as he a whole and the game and the call. And I think – and then there's the whole did, did Sean Payton troll – Roger Goodell with the T-shirt, you know, if you saw Oh, the that, clown, the clown shirt.
5: shirt. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah, so. Unless there's somebody else doing spoof shirts of the spoof exactly. shirt. Exactly.
6: So, this shows me, this isn't your typical, oh, gee, I wish we'd got that call in any sport, right? I, that should have been a strikeout. Uh, that should have been a charge, not a block in the NBA. You know, and those plays happened. This one really affected them. And I think also what, what, why is because he's smart enough to know he's been around. Yes, I'm still good, and I was at an MVP level. In the NFL, this ain't the NBA where we know coming in, the Warriors, maybe they don't win it, but they're going to the finals. Like You can kind of pencil them in. In the NFL, you never know. The the Saints could come back 4-12 next year. That's just how it works. That's the way
5: the NFL works, right? Because Atlanta had the down season, a lot of injuries early. Uh, they were one of the Super Bowl yep. favorites uh, coming in. I picked the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, so, you know, that uh, call. I, I mean, I didn't have any big bets on it or anything, but. I
6: started off hot. We did our Remember, we did our thing here yeah. in the picture. I was close with the MVP. I put, I put Phillip Rivers. Okay. Uh, he had a I had Breeze. You had Breeze. Oh, you were, yeah, you were really on it. Yeah. Uh, but then I started off hot with the Panthers. I had Panthers-Steelers. Right because i was like let me do something a little different who's who's no like, and then I'm, you got all sorts of crazy out of pittsburgh got, so that didn't matter bad. yeah so there there this shows you how much i know but yeah
5: well i had the chargers and the saints i was feeling feeling pretty good about it for you, a while that yeah, was and, that wasn't bad though well cuz i mean both were a little bit of a price shot too Yeah. cuz i you know the easy thing would have just been to say new england right we have our grid here at Fox Sports radio you know what set it and forget it we Sometimes talked about ronco earlier just you know don't overthink it don't get cute i try to be cute but that's it. You're trying to go for the outliers and and be a little bit different, saying, all right, I see the path, right? Nobody in the East was going to rise up, so you're going to r- at least dominate the division again, which probably gets you a bye, and away you go. And and certainly, as it's played out, here we go again. They're playing the disrespect card. There have been some efforts to humanize. I saw the Patriots And a lot of other people tweeting out this family that had adopted a couple of kids in China, right? And they were named Tom and Brady, and they brought him to meet Tom Brady. And that video got pushed Mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's it's, it's heartwarming because he's a dad, right? You're a dad. I'm a dad. And, like, those little moments you have with your kids, you never put athletes in those moments. You see it if you go to a training camp. People complain that, you know, the kids in the good seats get these sneakers from NBA players. They're season ticket holders, <laughs> right? They're getting paid back for all that they put in. I love you in the third section. I do. You come to three games a year. They're not beholden to you. They're beholden to the guy that gave them twenty grand to sit down low for each of those seats. But I digress. But the idea, just being like that, that those human moments uh-huh. we don't we don't get a lot of them. So I like the fact, and I like this in all all sports where you know you have those moments because we we usually have the police blotter, and especially in our business, if it bleeds, it leads. Right, the bad like last night. There might have been just four veteran guys having a heated discussion with Luke Walton over playing time and rotations because they feel something should be changed. It got blown up. That anarchy in the Lakers locker room. LeBron doesn't play. Everybody, you don't know what reality is. Like we get that's the type of stuff that flows. Versus, hey, this guy's out donating a ton of money to charity. We were talking about Cardi B and Robert Kraft. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's the big video clip that made the rounds and Cardi B very outspoken this week about Maroon 5 and the the halftime show of the Super Bowl relative to Colin Kaepernick and and that that fight and that ongoing social issue. Right? It might not be on the the front page anymore, mm-hmm. but it's still very much alive, right? In, in a lot of communities, a lot of folks still trying to do good. And Robert Kraft being a guy who has put his money up yeah, and, and and has and look, if I'm 77 years old, I can still dance like that.
6: Listen, I tell you what, man, I'm not trying to be funny, and and, and so please understand. His wife passed away what four years ago, give or take. I don't know if you. That's remember. about right. Yeah, yep. something like that. And normally at that age, that's what we all have it on an uncle or grandparent like that kind of almost takes you out. Yeah, you know, well, we've like, seen it many a time, yeah, sure. Yeah, and and you know, not to go all notebook on you, but you know, it can take the, it can take <laughs> the other, it can take the other person out, right? You know, cuz it's right. like I, I, what do I have to live for? It seems like he's living his best life. Act folks. 2. I mean, he has gotten younger out of the blue. His hair has grown longer. He's hanging out with Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and Cardi B. I'm like, what? Is, what is going on? Well, that's like- just
5: it, right? It's it's the whole thing. There was a great uh, article from uh, Nora Pinciotti, friend of the program. She's been on a number of times, talking about the Patriots, Tom Brady, and how often he shows up in rap lyrics. Yeah, it's a fascinating article. I'll get the uh, the, the retweet of that that link out. Uh, as the show goes on, but like all these people that reference oh, yeah. and there's that mutual respect and Brady's talked about it a bunch and certainly with Robert Kraft, but the the point being, you know, you don't always know what's going on, right? So Cardi B getting skewered now for showing up at a Super Bowl event. The optics are bad. Everybody needs to understand that. But the fact that the mo- there was a lot of money being raised towards the social yeah. justice and towards keeping that conversation alive doesn't is, is going to fall to the wayside because of a six-second video clip.
6: Can I can I go viral on you? Go viral. Ain't nobody got time for that. Remember that <laughs> lady that went, that went viral? Ain't nobody got time for that. Most people don't have time for context or nuance, right? They, they see what they saw. And, oh, man. And they, so it's about – you know what, a good example? Once they added the like of a comment on social media, that's what things have become. So meaning if I post something and then you might comment – Gavin can then go and say, I liked Mike's comment and once that happened, that becomes uh, who how, who can have the best burn? who can say the, you know the, the, the meanest thing, the, the you know wittiest thing. So as opposed to actually going let me research what's going on because you and I were talking about this off air, when you realize how much Rob Kraft, along with this uh, reform alliance uh, alliance that they've joined, a couple other people, Jay-Z Mill, all these other people are involved and you know trying to reform the prison system and so on and so forth. Then you realize, wow, they're doing a lot of great things, as you mentioned. But nobody has time for that. They want to say, she's talked smack about the NFL. She's talked smack about the national anthem and protests and all that. And now she's hanging out with an NFL owner. And now she's you know, up there at a Super Bowl events but until they do the research. No one wants to do that anymore because, A, no one has time for that. And, B, it's not as fun. It's a rip on somebody? No,
5: that's just it. So the optics of it, but all the way through the the point, just being that you see Robert Kraft, yeah. living his best life, and the, whatever his musical tastes are, whatever, whatever else, it's like there's there's just a, a humanization effort going on. The Brady clip with those kids, and some of you know the the Julian Edelman, you know, he's been just cutting loose and and mm-hmm. showing more of his personality. Maybe he knows his time. With the Patriots is coming to an end. Rob Gronkowski, always just goofy Rob Gronkowski, just he'll forever
6: be 18. He's Which, fortunate, too, because did, did, what did he say to that woman earlier? Or, uh, or Last week, was it earlier this week? Well,
5: at media day, there was the um, motorboating thing yeah. with uh, he, Michael Irvin, and then there was the whole math question that someone asked that if you didn't have video of it, like we had audio, hmm but evidently, as who he's you know talking to, alongside the the guy asking the question, right? That you he, had a woman there, so he, he could have got, got a little bit sideways.
6: Look, he benefits from the fraternity boy. You know, all boys will be boys. He's just having fun. He definitely benefits from that. And everybody, uh, you know, oftentimes if you the image you can create, you kind of you become a prison to it. And He's created that. Just a party guy. And I think he gets a pass because everybody goes. When I was nineteen, I used to say and do crazy things. I was like, no, he's like 29, 30. Like, yeah, no, know. it doesn't and work.
5: He, yeah, it doesn't work anymore. Sure. And he,
6: but he, but no, I think it still works for him because I think he's just a pass. He's the, he's the drunk uncle who can show up to. He's gonna drunk we, uncle can show up we, to we, your party. We all have one. He can show up to your Super Bowl party with your marinated chicken that you have going on. Yeah, buddy. And he can knock over that marinated chicken. He can do something great. Everybody, goes, oh, Uncle Joe, and they just kind of give him a pass because that's just Uncle Joe. And to credit. Certain people have mastered that. Charles Barkley can say whatever, do something, even that's borderline offensive. And we go, oh, that's just Chuck. And Rob Gronkowski is falling into that. "Ah, That's just Rob. He didn't mean anything by it. So congrats to him for doing that. I mean, I I wish I could go back and be less politically correct and, you know, and less, uh, you know, kind of smooth, if you will, because then you get to say whatever and do whatever, and everybody goes, Oh, come on, he know any man. he man. He's just having fun.
5: Well, you know that's not good for longevity in this business anymore. Yeah.
6: Well, <laughs> well you hey, I don't know. Well, some, could argue. some.
5: Well, depends who you are. I think as you go through, there's no question. Uh, and the other, the other side, real quick, is the we brought up in and Sue, and and one of the keys to the game, obviously the Patriots, if they they look at what the Bears did to Aaron Donald in that game. Mm double-team constantly. It's like, you, if you can win one-on-one, be it Fowler or and Sue, you'll make your impact. So for Indomitian Sioux, this has also been a bit of a softening because yeah. he, he's become one of the guys, right? I, I've done a couple of spots leading up to the Super Bowl with guys in Jacksonville, and they always ask me about Dante Fowler, obviously, because mm-hmm. former high pick, now part of this whatever, Super Friends or Land of Misfit Toys, whatever you want to talk about. you got a lot of personalities that got tamped down. Right. And became and assimilated. And that's one of the things that like as much as you want to credit Sean McVay for everything else, I think Wade Phillips deserves a lot for more sure. credit than he's gotten. And I think during Super Bowl week, because of the Bum Phillips jacket and hat and everything, got a little bit of love yep. and a little bit of the spotlight on him. But the fact of the matter is you took all these guys and got them to buy into what you're looking at. Fowler doing some great things, but for Indominik and Sue, the image of what he was supposed to be, than what he became and now he's coming out the other side. Will he get enough credit for what he's done? I don't know, but we've at least moved past the – that's the guy that used to stomp on people and actually just watch him play football, and he's going to be a key to what they have to do today.
6: We want to get to a hot take, so I won't be long, but I'll say this. The person – I knew we were going to talk about this. The person I thought about was uh, – was Meta World Peace, you know, now, and, of course, Ron Artest at the time. Um so, you know, what do we think? Ron Artest is a bad guy. He's a thug, he's a this, he's a that. Ron Artest is this, he's that. And then all of a sudden, he wins some championships, he changed his name, and then all of a sudden he's meta World Peace and we think differently of. Him. Now he's likable, he's lovable. And it's the same thing with Adamic and Sue. He wins this championship, he says we're going to Disneyland, he does he does a couple of fun and cute things. Everybody, "Oh, he's not a bad guy." You know, and he has, so you're right, he has a chance, a chance to change the narrative about his career and to be honest, you change the narrative You win a ring and have a couple more good seasons, then things like Hall of Fame become things that we didn't think were possible.
5: Don't forget, he's got to go get paid again as well. Uh, We're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard Limitations. Do apply. We will get into your hot takes and sauce, Good. we got to have the rubber match uh, here in a few minutes. But we've got Dan Beyer coming in live from Atlanta, setting the scene. He's been there all week, part of the coverage of the Doug Gottlieb show, heading out to some of the events and some of the practices, some great shots. He's a big end zone guy, so he loves the decorations. He loves the uniforms. We'll get some of that talk in next. He's Calvin Washington. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Super Bowl Sunday on
1: Fox.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
4: From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We
3: are farmers. Bum,
2: bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
5: Greetings. Welcome back in. Fox Sports Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday here on Fox, getting you counted down to Super Bowl. Fifty-three coming up in 40 minutes here on the network. You got a special straight out of Vegas.
6: Straight out of Vegas!
5: Get into some of your prop bets, some over-unders, some angles as you think about maybe investing in this game in some way, shape, or form. Mike Harmon alongside Calvin Washington here in the Geico Studios. You find him at K-Dub Live. Make sure you have that second B in there, KDU. Double B live. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Time to bring in, well, my partner here. Most Sundays, well, for many, many years now, and you hear him on the Doug Gottlieb show as well. Live in Atlanta, finding barbecue and uh-huh. merriment wherever he may go. Our buddy Dan Byer at Dan Byer on Fox on Twitter. Dan, what's up, buddy?
11: What's happening, guys? Good to good to be with you. It's it's a little different to be on the other side of things, but uh, but yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. What could be better?
5: You made it to Sunday, so you've stayed out of trouble. I expected no less, so that's good. Uh, Highlight of the week so far for you?
11: Uh, Maybe the wings I had yesterday. (laughs) There you go. That's that's a way to look at it. It was such an odd week because of this being a new team, if you will, with the Rams and being in a new city and the Patriots being old hat, that it really – you know the the buzz and what was talked about for Super Bowl week was a topic all week long because of the lack thereof if you will so it was an interesting week and i think that the patriots in their almost become like an annual vacation because a lot of them didn't come in until friday or saturday and are taking in the game and then'll go back to Boston. So it was kind of a mellow week when you look at it compared to Super Bowl's past. It just didn't didn't have that excitement, didn't have that buzz. So it was I I am not trying to trying to downplay it, but I guess in a way that I am, it just wasn't the usual Super Bowl weeks that I'm used to just because everything seemed to be pretty low key and pretty mellow.
6: Well I think I think Dan, first off, what's up, man, it's Kelvin. Good to talk to you, brother, Dan the hey. man. Uh, and I'm really interested in the wings, so maybe I'll have to have you text me or tweet me <laughs> no. where you got those wings. So I'm, in Atlanta, I'm in Atlanta probably twice a year, so I need to know about this. Um, but, I mean, you're, you're right. I think it becomes like uh, kind of like the San Antonio Spurs, how they would always find their way to the finals. It's like, ah, the Spurs. You know, if people would kind of have that same moan and groan about it. But let's get to that actual on the field what we can look forward to uh, this week. And, and one of the things I think that we haven't discussed when it comes to the Patriots is all of a sudden they're doing something we're not used to seeing them do in a conventional way, and that's running the football. Um, yeah, we are used to Tom Brady doing his thing, but how how, how good is it for them to have a Sonny Michelle and, and have that running game going where they can say, look, if Brady is under pressure with Dominic and Sue and Aaron Donald in the crew, all of a sudden we can say, let's just run the ball with that offensive line. How, that's kind of a rare thing uh, with the Patriots.
11: Yeah, and, and in a way, it was it's almost out of necessity, if you will, because I know that the, the Patriots were able to drive against the Chiefs and were able to score in that AFC Championship game, but they ran over the Chargers, both in, on the ground and in, in the air, but realistically, you don't want Tom Brady standing back there and, and throwing the ball 40 times a game. It's not necessarily in how you win football games especially with this Patriots team I remember they took a chance on Josh Gordon to try to add something downfield and ended up sure parting ways with him but it also showed that this team had a deficit and if they felt that they could get better by bringing someone in that they were going to do that so this isn't the Patriots team of old and they're a team that will run it down run it down your throat. And they've got many different backs. And even if they're not running the ball, they're still doing it via the pass with short passes to James White, who had, what, 15 catches in that game against the, the, the Chargers. And we know how good James White's been in the Super Bowl two years ago. Probably could have been the MVP in that win against the Atlanta Falcons. But, yeah, it's been in it's been transition. And that's what's also been amazing about the Patriots this season is they've kind of gone, I don't know, a few different identities We've seen Gronk you know, maybe take a step back and or a couple of steps back. We always talk about the defensive play against the Dolphins, but really when you're targeted three times and don't have many catches in, in a late game, late season game that's an issue. So to go back to the necessity, it has been a necessity. The Patriots aren't the Patriots aren't here with the running game, and I think it's going to be a a big play, a big role today, just for the simple fact of you want to keep Aaron Donald out of your backfield. The way to do that is to 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 run the ball, get him to over pursue in that aspect. But the Patriots aren't here if they aren't running the ball, and whether it be handing off to Rex Burkhead at the goal line or giving it to Sony Michelle for a hundred yards or dumping it off to James White, they aren't in Super Bowl fifty three without any of that.
5: Our buddy Dan Byron with us live from Atlanta at Dan Byron Fox is where you find him. He's been posting his footage over the course of the week, a bunch of photos and, and certainly been around uh radio row with Doug and and well, you're a you're a newsman, Dan, so give me information. Uh with CJ Anderson, right? he doesn't care if you call him fat. Try to stop him. I love that. Uh Todd Gurley. What's the sense you get in terms of where he's at health wise or and, and mentally? heading into this game. I, I think that's the one big wild card is what's truth and what's fiction. You
11: know, what I find interesting is for as much as we feel that the New England Patriots are coy and deceptive about what they've got, the fact that the Rams continue to say that Todd Gurley is 100%, he doesn't appear on the injury report, right. yet they are still... There was a report this morning from, from Ian Rappaport saying you're going to see a 50-50 split between Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson, and and that's that's surprising, considering a year ago we were talking about Todd Gurley as a potential MVP candidate. I thought the Rams were actually limiting Gurley's workload towards the end of the season, and then when he didn't play, wanting to make sure that he was fresh for the playoffs. But there seems to be something wrong. We had Bill Plashkey, LA Times, uh, you know, host on the network at times as well. Join us about a week or so ago, and he said, "Listen, he just came from Rams practice, and there was there was a." not a noticeable limp, but that Todd Gurley was bandaged up. And if they're gonna go fifty fifty today, something is wrong. I get thunder and lightning that we've talked about for so many years, but I just I, I know that CJ Anderson has been good and he has worn down defenses, but there should be no way that if Todd Gurley is one hundred percent that you don't try to put the football in his hands. 20 to 25 to 30 times a game, and that's that's puzzling. So there's got to be something wrong with Todd Gurley.
6: Well, if there is, that's obviously scary and bad news for the Rams because he's been their MVP candidate the last couple of years doing his thing. So then that means the ball is going to be in the right arm of Jared Goff, which then I ask you, Dan, I mean, I don't know if there's ever been such a difference in quarterbacks from age in the Super Bowl to obviously experience in Super Bowls. One is his first, the other one is ninth Super Bowl. But – Talk about Jared Goff then, man. You're going up against Bill Belichick, a guy who can game plan like no other, and find a way to to get after somebody, whoever he decides to take out. And if it seems like if there's no Todd Gurley that it's going to have to be Goff, what is he in for, man? And how? tell me how he can have some success.
11: Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll, first of all, I found it funny this week when Jared Goff would appear on, whether it be a press availability or speaking with the media, and then the – NFL Network would put up a graphic comparing his career stats to Tom Brady. Like you didn't need to put Brady's up there. We know, like we know the difference. But it seemed like it was it was such a shot, or maybe it was just trying to lift up Brady. But if you just put Jared Goff's stats up there, which are fine as they were in his three seasons? You would be fine. What I think is going to be interesting is to see where Stephon Gilmore lines up for the Patriots defense, whether it be Brandon Cooks or whether it be Robert Woods, and if it's one of those two guys to see if josh Reynolds, and the other guy of the two can end up making a difference for the rams and that's and that is jared goff going up against man coverage it's been a stat that's been talked about all week long much better against man than he is against zone and that tells me that the rams guys are going to have to beat the patriots guys but if stefan gilmore's taking away one And of course, this would be a great game to have Cooper Cup, but you don't have him. So it's on the shoulders of Reynolds, and it's on the shoulders of Woods or Brandon Cooks, whoever doesn't get to find Gilmore. And Jared Goff's going to have to make those throws. I would expect that Sean McVay and the Rams have done something different to try to make Goff a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Whether Gurley's going to maybe be used more in the passing game, maybe that's an opportunity as, as well. But those are the things that he's going to have to deal with. Not facing zone, which has caused him problems. But it's gonna be up to Robert Woods and it's going to be up to Josh Reynolds to be able to beat their guys at the Rams are going to be able to to go uh, attack them in the air. They haven't thrown down his field as much but we saw big plays against the Saints. We saw the Brandon Cooks catch uh, in the fourth quarter was was one as well. I'm curious to see if they will open it up at all because they seem to have kept it a little bit closer to the vest when Goff had his struggles later on in the season. But he's going to be facing man coverage, and he should be able to beat it because he's had success this
5: season. There you go. He's got the over on Josh Reynolds. Uh, what's your prediction for the game, Dan?
11: Yeah, you know, I... I said Rams, and I'm just going to stick with the Rams. I actually think that Aaron Donald's able to make a bunch of plays in the passing game, whether he's a a run-stopper May not factor in, but I think he gets after Brady at least for a couple of times, and I think the Rams will be able to score. I took I took LA thirty-one to twenty-three.
5: There you go, Dan Byer on the scene at Dan Byer on Fox. Hear him weekdays with Doug Gottlieb. Dan out there getting uh, the reports for us, and he's going to get me some more confetti off the field, regardless of the winner. <laughs> B's
6: Cracklin' Barbecue. That's the place to be in Atlanta. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. And and
5: there's the key. (laughs) Uh, Not a sponsor. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you getting up with us. Have a good day.
6: Write that down. There you go. Is that a D? Is that you said D's or B's? Well, look it up. We'll 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 find it. 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 I'll ask him.
5: There you go. Yeah, that's right, Rob Gronkowski. Dang it! See, it it all comes back to Rob being, well, Rob. He's Kelvin Washington. I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome in. It's Super Bowl Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by the uh, producers of Avatar, Alita... Battle Angel comes out. It's the ultimate 3D cinematic event of the year. On February 14th at Valentine's Day, Little we'll slide over. Be the first to experience the film. Early audiences are calling an immersive, mind-blowing adventure. And the video for this looks absolutely amazing. Alita Battle Angel in theaters and IMAX February 14th. Alita Battle Angel. Coming up next, we will settle the score in Hot Takes and Sausage. And then we'll talk about what we're eating. Calvin Washington in with me, Mike Harmon. It's Fox Sports Radio Super Sunday on, on Fox. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us here. It's time to settle the score, Calvin. All We've right. been waiting on it. we filibustered enough uh, and we roll through. We bring Gavin in to settle the score here. Another round of Hot Takes and Sausage. What's up, brother? Hi, Alex and Alex Teichert now on the board. Great work from Sam. Now Alex slides in and he has a little baseline
7: going. Let's go. Okay, guys, what does the F stand for an LFG? No, I'm just kidding.
6: We are we are joking. Yeah, we, we, well, we... that
5: would be a hot take, and it would be the last one made
7: by me on Fox.
6: <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. I ain't here enough to do all that. No, exactly. <laughs> this, this might
7: be wishful thinking, but it's it's simple on this one. Uh this will be the final Super Bowl for Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. No, they've got to come back for 10. Yeah, no, anybody wants to say they were
5: done, and this is it. This team has been rebuilt. We just talked with Dan Byer. You talked with Tyler Dunn. Talked with Jason Cole. We go all the way through analysis from yours truly. I think you're on board with this, Calvin. They've reconstituted this team, right? Tom Brady's still the head, but they've changed the way things work. You bring in Sony Michelle. You, you thought you could get Josh Gordon, and you know what they're doing behind the scenes. They're still taking care of what he's doing outside. Mm-hmm. They're still taking care of him. He's still part of the family. So they have not ruled out a return to football if he can get right and be ready to, to make a return. So you got that. They're going to go find... More help. They'll probably draft Brady's backup, which will get him mad and, and give him another chip on his shoulder. But with Sony Michelle, James White and what you have in the run game, a great offensive line, which we haven't talked about enough, I right. think today, when you talk about not being touched, right? He's been clean, except for that penalty, you know, based on, you know, the well, he may have been hit in the face, which he wasn't. But the idea being that they're ready for another run. Who's jumping up? I mean, the Bills and Jets are gonna be better, but you can't be any worse than they were. And Miami, as much as Flores comes in, and that's great, they still will need a quarterback, and they will still need to rebuild that team. So you win the East again. You set yourself up for another run. No, you have not killed them yet. They're like the Horcruxes. Until you get that final one, until you take Harry Potter down, Voldemort's <laughs> still good. out there, man.
6: Um, I can't call him Harry anymore. He's too old. He's Harold. He's Harold Potter now.
5: Esquire. The- yeah.
6: uh, here's... Just right. find the argument and so make it. So I'm gonna make the argument that it's I'm gonna make the argument that it's a wrap. Number one, because we need to get a winner, okay? And I want to be the winner. I don't I don't want to just do the same thing and then you know and make it and make it where Gavin has to just pick somebody just because. Preach to the so choir, here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you why the most talented player in the NFL. They actually got it right. He was the MVP. That's Pat Mahomes. And Pat Mahomes, even in their losses, it was not Pat Mahomes' fault. Uh, and every time the Pat- they got down, including the Patriots twice, they had an opportunity where you go, "Oh shoot, they're about to come back and win this thing." So with now the Chiefs firing their defensive coordinator and maybe potentially solving that side of the ball at least, or at least bettering it, I'm going that the Chiefs will now be the reigning kings of the AFC. Well, not reigning because that's a Patriot, but they'll be the new kings, new big dog on the block when it comes to the AFC. Now the only issue I have with that is that another team that always is around. And you always could say, well, they got a shot. Would be the Steelers, and I don't know what's going on with them right now, <laughs> because your two best players not been not been. Le'Veon Bell is on Twitter trolling you, and now he's gone. Looks like they're gonna you know somehow move him, and then Antonio Brown, maybe your second best player, it's trolling and you want to get out of there too. So I don't know what's going on over there, but my money now is on K is on K- uh, Kansas City, the Chiefs, and what they're able to do. And I think Pat Mahomes is the new king of the NFL. I think he's going to make it hard for the pay. They'll have they'll have some great AFC Championship battles, but I think the Chiefs now are going to be the new kings of the AFC.
7: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. And see that makes a dilemma for me because I don't know if I well, I'm a Charger fan. I don't I didn't want you to crown. That's the, a bad the divisional move. So opponent. you got to
5: know you got to yeah. know your judge.
6: I think you, so you got to play the, the game. I
7: think you had it in the bag and you, you fumbled on the one yard
5: line. No, no, no. He also did, at no point did he account for the fact that Andy Reid's still the coach.
6: Well, That's I true. I know. not
7: rule that out. <laughs>
6: Hold up. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> let me say this, though. Let me, that, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. And I was going to say, and also the Chargers are right and there then? because the Chargers, you know, with Melvin Gordon and that offense that they have, <laughs> Look at and you. Phillip Rivers also said, I ain't All going right. nowhere. You I know?
7: Well, I. you know what? At some point, go, I just got to go, give it to Mike go. for not trying to kiss my butt. I'm sorry, yeah. Kelvin. You know, if that's the, the case, I ain't never going to win again. Yeah, try to no. kiss your butt. I, I, I,
6: I, I. Uh. <laughs>
7: No, but it is, I mean,
6: it's, it's, it's hard to go against the Patriots. It's so hard to see them not being in another Super it Bowl. Is. Like, and, 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 and here's why, in my opinion, everybody was screaming, and we talked about this a bit, oh, Tom doesn't look the same. He doesn't have to look the same. Let me remind you some of the quarterbacks who have been to the Super Bowl. Okay, Rex Grossman. You leave Rex Grossman alone. Was it? Hey, yeah, you're right. I looked dead at you too, Mr. Bears. Was well, it Super I, mean, Bowl?
5: I mean, that's one of Peyton Manning's wins. So if we're going to do this.
6: Well, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, Peyton Manning, you know, and Rex Grossman. Yes, he didn't look great, but they, it wasn't like the Colts blew him out. Nope. So my point is, Rex Grossman almost was a Super Bowl winner. You got Trent Dilfer. We'll move on. Brad Johnson had a nice career, but he, you know, let's he's no Tom Brady. Uh, Joe Flacco, nice career so far. No Tom Brady. We can go on and on and on. Rich Gannon is in the Super Bowl. I mean, Doug Williams won a Super Bowl. We ain't heard from Doug Williams since, you know. And so my point is. Okay, let's say Tom Brady isn't Tom Brady of old. Well, all I need Tom Brady to do is be 80%, 75% of Tom Brady, and I got a great shot. So the idea that he has to, like, he doesn't have to be 37-year-old Tom Brady or whatever he was with Randy Moss, you know, when they go 19-0, and 0, whatever it was. I just need you to be a above-quality quarterback. Let the defense, let the 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 discipline that we have, we don't make a lot of mistakes, we don't beat ourselves. Let us do the rest, and we'll get you there. So Oh, man, Tom Brady, he not need he don't have to be Tom Brady, long as he's Tom Bray, and we don't have to get to the D Y and Bray. Long as he's Tom Bray, mostly himself, we'll be all right. And sometimes, why? Well,
5: I mean, that's part of the greatness, as we like talked that. about like that it. before, right? Is that he doesn't have to be a five thousand yard passer. It's not on him, right? Right, and he doesn't have to push downfield as much. This was the the conversation that we'd started a little bit earlier. Is that there's so much else that goes to it that you're being patient. With your drives as opposed to, all right, we've had five plays. I really want to take that shot downfield. I'm going to force it. You don't get that. You don't get that when it comes to the New England Patriots and with Tom Brady. Coming up next, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to run through the feud. We're going to get a prop bet or two from Gavin so we could suffer with him or, or celebrate. 22. Maybe Well, maybe all 22 if we can get through. Uh, and then we'll get our picks for the game done. It is Fox Sports Sunday here. Mike Harmon alongside Calvin Washington. Great news. is a quick way you can save money. Very easy for you, too. You can switch to GEICO. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. So go to GEICO.com and see how much you could save. Feud picks next
4: on Fox. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We
3: are
2: farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
5: Hey everybody! Welcome back in Super Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Kelvin Washington in with me. I'm Mike Harmon. Thanks for taking some time with us this morning. Coming up in ten minutes, you got a special straight out of Vegas. Coming in, uh getting you ready for your investing opportunities. Maybe uh maybe your four oh one K is taking a hit for the last few <laughs> months and you're gonna try to chase it back. Be careful. Oh. Be wisely, entertainment purposes. You know, be, be smart about it. Don't be uh Gavin. We'll get to his prop bets in a moment. But you know, Calvin, it's time to play the feud. Yes, we get the family together. We've been talking about food, smoking some meat, what you're gonna order, maybe from your takeout places, the polar vortex. You guys are still going to make deliveries. Women are still going to make deliveries. Meat. That is right. Yeah, that's a drop in the system. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, yeah. that sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh Calvin's gonna play. We've got Gavin Kinzel, our executive producer, Alex Tyshirt, and of course Isaac Loencron. Guys, I've got the top seven answers on the board. Let's give this a two minute drill of the foods you're gonna order and consume. Top seven according to mashed.com. Calvin, you want to take the first shot? I'll
6: take the easy one. Pizza.
5: Pizza. Show me. <laughs> Number three on our board, Gavin. Chicken wings. Let's see it. Yeah, number one answer. That's the the chalk. We talk about billions yeah. of consumption. Alex?
7: Let me get a bean dip. Let's do some bean dip. Go for the seventh one, maybe.
5: There you go. Uh, number seven on the board. You're seven layer Boy, dip. you
7: barely made
9: it. Isaac Lowenkron. Yeah, but I called my shot. You did. This obviously isn't Tom Brady's Super Bowl party. Guacamole!
5: Guacamole. Show me guacamole. Isaac uh, somehow sec- guacamole ranks twelfth on their list. Isaac. Your loss, America. Exactly. Isaac, man, you're
6: too much in LA. Calvin, back to you. All right. So uh I'm gonna go. This is this is uh this barbecue counter that's not like, separate from wings, right? That's like its own thing. Yeah, it's its own thing. All right, I'm gonna go barbecue. We have uh
5: barbecue. Oh no, pulled wow. pulled Come pork on. came in at number nine ah. on the board. Nine I on the board.
6: You know what? I should I know where I should have gone.
5: There you go, Gavin. Can I just go potato chips? Potato chips. <laughs> oh. All right, we struck out. It doesn't show up on the list. Here's where
6: your craziness comes Burgers. in. Hot dogs. Oh, so I should have so Pigs American. in a blanket. Uh, Pigs in yeah. a
5: blanket? What? And meatballs. Come on. I know. It's a crazy list. That's the beauty of it.
9: Hey, mash.com. Try it again. There you yeah. go.
5: All right, let's get into a couple of our prop bets for this week. Gavin, you've got so many
7: wagers. I'm just going to let you take it. Give me your three yeah. best Uh, Okay, one I love is the over on the National Anthem by Gladys Knight, 150. Okay, I got a good one that goes
5: parallel to that. I know you were talking about parlaying earlier. Yep. Will there be a scoring drive that completed in less time than it takes her to sing the National Anthem? Minus 145. How about that?
6: Love it. I like that. But uh, you got to take the the over with that because I'm going to tell you right now, as a resident black man right now, when the black person sings, we're going over. We're going up. We got we got to hit you with a come. Oh, the R&B go- artist. The R&B artist got to hit you with a little. Ooh, 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 yeah. But
5: sometimes they throw you the the outlier because I that's mean true. if you got a Christina Aguilera, she's gonna dance. Yeah, well she she. I, I mean that's Yasiel
6: Puig right she, there. That ooh. Nah. That, that, play that again. No. <sighs>
5: I no, was talking like, about
6: how the polar vortex had Yass- crippled him there okay. in Cincinnati. That was more like Yasio, please, like please stop. Like, what are we doing here? It's pretty good, though. <laughs> All
7: right, Gavin, give me another one. Total players to attempt
6: a pass.
7: I took the over of two and a half.
5: Two and a half. Do we get a Johnny Hecker sighting?
6: I like that, or, yeah, some, take, or maybe the, a Chris Hogan. I like the over on that. Edelman? Adelman, you know, Julian I mean, Edelman. Edelman. Julian Edelman. Todd Gurley or whatever, some type of reverse. I, I'm a Robert Woods throwing. I, I think I I'll take
5: that. the over. I mean, because we've had some some chicanery and one of the things is the Rams have been really good against slot receivers lately so maybe yeah. they they try to change up the looks and you see something exotic
7: one more Gavin one fun one here the mention of the Belichick and McVeigh age gap so they have to mention it during the game broadcast it can't be pregame, can't be post-game but I do think that'll come up at some point but
6: well, that's almost a given well right? yeah I
7: mean they
5: might sing the Kid Rock song Half your age and twice as hot, right? Because yeah. Sean McVay is half
6: his age. Yeah, well, or know, there's like too that. much going on right now. Too many, I mo- too many movements right now. I can't, I can't, Come on, know. I got a song <laughs> lyric you that did. popped in the head. I'm proud of you. I actually am proud of you. And it was a Detroit guy, too. There you uh, go. That has to be a given, though, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to – I can already hear, you know, Jim Nancy Like, wow, to think, he's 33. He is half his age. He is yep. 66. So, uh, like, I already – that's – Yes, and that was
7: another prop bet: is will the total be closer to Belichick's age of sixty six or McVeigh's age of thirty three? Wow, that's we, good one. So why don't we get into our predictions? Right rules?
5: Why don't we? Yes, okay. Well, no, I mean you can go over. <laughs> let's uh, let's go. Uh, we, the over under sitting what? It's 56, 56 half. half, But you got sixty six for the the. Uh, Age of Belichick. What do you say to that one? We're
6: going closer to Belichick's age. All right. So what's our score? Your final score is going to be thirty-one to twenty-seven in favor of your Los Angeles Rams.
7: There you go, Uh, Gavin. What do you got, buddy? I have thirty-one twenty-four New England Patriots. There
5: you go. go. And I have thirty-four twenty-seven Patriots win. and Tom Brady keeps chanting, "We're still we're here, we're still here, we're still, we're still here. here." Robert Kraft gets his uh, hands on. Does Kevin Hart try to get on a stage? Or he, may. he may. He's hanging out with Robert Kraft. <laughs> Doesn't man. he kind of hide at this point? And, and don't forget, Drake also was wearing a Rams jacket. I saw. That, he Harry. loses as I well. Thanks for giving that. us some time. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We've got Straight Out of Vegas coming up next on Fox.
4: Mo Play.
2: 18 plus.